coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And a top of the morning to you and yours on this Monday, August the 16th, 2021. Well, good morning. And a good morning to you. Very nice. That's right. We are very, very nice. I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. I'm glad you're happy because I'm happy. And if I'm happy, you're happy. That means we're all happy. Time is now 6.07. Mr. Clock, would you please certify that? It's now 6.07 a.m. That's right. We are 6.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go Show. Bonnie, top of the morning and happy Monday to you, young lady. Happy Monday to you, too, Evan. That's right. And we are over halfway through the month of August already. That's right. You better believe it. We are moving along quite swiftly here. I can't believe it. It's it's already, like, middle of August, and, you know, then there's uh, September, October, November, and before I know it, I'm going to be decorating for Christmas, and, uh, wow, and then another year. You better get the lights and the decorations ready and Man. all of the ornaments and the bulbs and, you know, just be ready to party. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm having second thoughts, to be honest with you, about uh, having the get-together. I mean, I was all gung-ho about doing it this year. But now with the um, everything that's going on and, and things like that and things ramping up, I don't know if I want to do it this year or not. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm really seriously, I'm, I'm on the fence. I, I don't know whether I want to do it. Or I don't want to do it if I want to bring all those people into my home or not. You don't want to have a sort of a super spreader, do you? No, I don't want to have a super spreader. Yeah, we like to no. spread around the jellies and yeah. the fine cheese and the cream cheese around the uh, dinner table and <laughs> yeah. spread all that during the occasion, but yeah. not a uh, COVID variant. Yeah, e- exactly, exactly. So, how was your weekend? What did you do this weekend? Anything exciting? The highlight of my weekend, my good book came through Amazon. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you got it? Yes. Wow. Okay. Did you start reading it? Yeah, I did. I've I've okay. been reading the prelude. I've read uh, okay. the prelude of it all so far. Okay. Okay. And I'm still trying to wonder why the lady that you know suggested that I read it. Okay. You know, she asked me to read the book of Psalms first, right? And then maybe followed by Proverbs. Mm-hmm. It does include Proverbs, but she said definitely read Psalms first. Okay. But I kind of like um, I just read the pre- prelude, and now I'm just kind of like I'm wanting to get right into Matthew. Wow. I don't know. It, it's really interesting, and I'm like really getting into it. I'm digging it. I bought the New Testament over the weekend, by mm-hmm. the way. Very good, very good. Um, anything else? Did you guys uh, barbecue? Did you guys grill? Did you guys go to a movie? Well, anything like that? finally rented from, because I couldn't see it at our local movie theaters. We, right. Uh, Gary rented for me the uh, Gary, uh, Gary for Anthony Bourdain. Okay. Uh, his, uh, I think it's called Roadrunner. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a story, you know, a little documentary about him. Right. By close friends and colleagues that kind of put together this movie about him. Okay. And, you know, I didn't I didn't really become a big fan of Anthony Bourdain until, like, after his death. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he died in, like, uh, 2016. And, you know, I didn't even become a big fan till till after he had passed. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm kind of like a fan of his show, uh, you know, his writing. I love the way he traveled and okay. showed us all of these different cultures around the world. You get a little bit of what they eat, history involved. 
I kind of really liked what he did with his show, particularly Parts Unknown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we rented that from, uh, not Amazon Prime, from HBO Max mm-hmm. for, I think it was like $20 to rent oh, it. Oh, okay. But I didn't get to see it at the movie theater here, so that was kind of a treat. Okay. Uh, we were supposed to go to Universal Saturday, but we never made it. We made the conscious decision not to go because of the weather that happened on Friday. So we were like, oh, man, you know, and, and like, do we do it? Do we don't do it? So we just made the conscious decision not to go. So Saturday I got up at like 7 in the morning, and I pressure cleaned our whole patio. Oh, you did? Yeah, pressure cleaned everything. I didn't realize how dirty it was until I pressure <laughs> until cleaned Until you start it. cleaning, right? Yeah. So and that then... took a couple of hours. That just basically knocked the crap out of me. I was exhausted. By the time I was done, you know, you one would think that all you're doing is holding a wand and you press a button and it goes, and you know, it pressure cleans. But man, there's a lot of work involved in doing. Crap oh yeah, like after that. you're holding that gun after a while, yeah. my, my dad had a pressure cleaner that mm-hmm. was really, man, that thing was strong. It had some strong force, some strong spray. Yeah, well, the but- last time I pressure cleaned. I accidentally pressure cleaned my foot and it tore three layers of skin off. <laughs> That's Literally. a good pressure cleaner. It was, then. it was. Well, it's thirty one hundred pounds per square inch. That's a lot of pressure. Now, do you own that or do you rent? No, I own a it. We, uh, we own it. Yeah. I actually went out and had to buy a new hose yesterday and a new handle and nozzle because quite a few years old and was getting kind of real grungy. So that was like one hundred fifty bucks that I didn't expect uh, that I had to spend. But you know, you gotta do maintenance stuff like that. Home improvement. Yeah, pretty much. So did uh, pressure cleaning on Saturday. And then uh, let me see what else. What else did we do? Um, Oh, we cooked. I I think we cooked Saturday. I don't remember if we cooked Saturday. Rachel made a pot roast yesterday. Oh, my. Which is really good. The whole house smelled great. Yeah, it did. It was was the meat. It had the potatoes and the, the carrots, the onions, the celery. It was like this whole kit she bought at the store. And then you just put it in a crock pot for like five hours. And in five hours' time, it came out, and it was like butter. It was the like, kids, wow. uh, stepkids come over, not the stepkids, but your grandkids come over, and it smells like grandma and grandpa's house. I know, right? That good old pot roast Tell me cooking. about that. Get, that would make a nice memory for and them. And speaking of grandchild, we had uh, Ashton and, and my oldest came over for a little while. Delilah wasn't feeling good, so they came over and visited. And, of course, Ashton comes over, and just the house goes in a complete turmoil, and we wind up with, he goes right to his toy box, and we got toys everywhere. Did he ever break anything at your house? No. No. And but, you know what? If he did, big deal. Yeah. He's my grandkid. He can break whatever he wants. It's only a material That's thing. That's it. It's just a material thing. It can Can't be fixed. Can't take it with you. <laughs> That's right. Can It can be fixed. So we did that. Uh, went to church on Sunday. Came home. Uh, just chilled. And um, that was pretty much the extent of the weekend. But I have to tell you a funny story. And I told Rachel I was going to talk about this on the air this morning. So she says to me last night, she came to bed, she goes, can can you rub my neck for me? My neck hurts. I'm like, sure, okay, no problem. And Gavin was, you know, in his room on the other side. So I, I got into her left trapezius muscle, and mm-hmm. I started digging in. Very good. Right? And she started screaming, making all these funky noises, like... 
like it was like passion. Was it hurting like in a good way? Like well, in a good way hurting. I don't know. But the noises she was oh, making, you would think that two people were <laughs> at the heat of the moment in passion. And yeah. I'm like, you've got to stop this because Gavin is going to come out know, and he's going to wonder what's going on Gavin in the bedroom. Gavin was home? If, yeah, yeah, Gavin was home. He could have been outside your door and I, listening, listening to this and getting completely grossed it was, out. It was so Because mom and funny. dad. I know. It was so funny. <laughs> Every time I dug into her trapezius muscle, oh it would be like she would go, ooh, or ah, or just all these funny sounds. And her and I were laughing so hard about this. I got to talk about this on the radio in the morning. It's hilarious. Now she's probably at home listening, all blushing and everything. Well, she's probably, she's still sleeping. She's not up yet. She's going to need a double Starbucks this morning well, or a double Dunkin' Donuts. I told her I was going to talk about it this morning. Oh, my god! It was just so fun. It was so funny. <laughs> Both of us, I mean, every time I would dig in, she let yeah. out like this scream. And then I would bust out laughing, and she would bust out laughing. And I kept telling him, like, you got to stop doing that. Gavin's going to think, you know, the hibbity dibbity's going on or something. So it was just, it, it was funny. It, it was rem- definitely funny. It reminds me, there's this uh, girl that I used to work with, a um, massage therapist, mm-hmm. and she's like, tall and skinny as a bean pole, you mm-hmm. know. But she gives like a deep muscle tissue. She can give deep muscle therapy. Mm-hmm. And Walking past her room at work, you could sometimes hear these grown men just scream in agony. You often, you know, you often wonder, I mean, you're a small person. You're talking about this other girl that's like, like a beanpole and, but yet they have hands of steel. Yes. Yes. Hands of steel. And I would be totally afraid (laughs) to have you dig into my trapezius muscle because mm-hmm. you probably would put me down under the table and I'd be crying like a little baby. Well, you don't me. have to be afraid of me because I, I don't really go in that deep. I'm known as more like of a, a medium. Yeah, but still kind of. I would I would you probably would still <laughs> paralyze me and put me down under the table with your 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 grasp of the trapezius muscle. There's a uh, there's something at work we use. It's called rapid tension relief, mm-hmm. and it's one of those uh, grinders. It's a tool that we use. A grinder? It's, yeah, it's like grinds right into your muscle. Oh, uh, the tip of it is like a round, rolly ball. Right. And it's is like, it electric? It's like a machine. It runs on batteries. Okay. But I put it on level one, and right. level one is all really that people. So need. does it go like? Yes, like that? So it works in. So it's like it right so it's like a, it's like a handle type thing, and you hold it, and then there's this like, little like ball a, thing at like the end. It's like a gun. It's like I a think we gun. have one of those at the house. Yes, I think Rachel's got one of those at the house. It it's has like various attachments. A hypervolt, yeah, is what they call it too, yeah. and we call it rapid tension relief. Yeah, we have one of those. It's got one, and then there's another one that's got it's got an attachment that's got like two, mm-hmm. and then you, there's another attachment that has like four of those balls on it. Wow! And she actually put that on my back one day, and I was like, "Wow, that oh, actually felt really good." Four balls rolling—that yeah. has to feel good. Yeah, I could, yeah. I could just imagine that. Yeah, four of them going like eighty thousand miles an hour. <laughs> I would like to use that kind of tool on someone. Oh man.
but I can only use the tools, you know, that my franchise yeah. uh, provides for me. I'm not allowed to bring in, you know, like my own tools. Oh, that's or understandable for safety purposes. <laughs> yes. So, um, a uh, question in regards to our conversation last week when uh, when Gary called in, how did the uh, uh, home? How was the home front when you got home after Gary called into the show? Oh, we last were fine. Week? Yeah, we watched a little Cheers action. He was, so, action. Funny. He he was, was so funny. He can get funny, so funny sometimes. Yes, yeah. he can be a very very funny man. So is the Mustang still out in the yard, or yes. is it still, or did it make its way into the garage? <laughs> it is still out in the yard. It's in the yard. Yeah. Okay, killing off the lawn like you're. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that with love, of course. Oh, that lawn is going to come back so of fast it after will. it's removed. It's and a little water. I'll go do a little watering, a little raking. and mm-hmm. oh, oh, man, my um, Saturday morning, man, my neighbor asked me if I wanted to go out and work with him at the farm. He goes to a farm yeah. to work a little bit in the morning. Okay. So, But I didn't go on Saturday because it was like last-minute mo- notice. I mm-hmm. was just getting through with my run. Feeling I was really going to ask you, did you jog on Saturday energy. morning? Yes, I did. Now, how far do you go when you run? I went a few miles on Saturday, and uh, okay. then I run over to the... You run a few miles? Yeah, where they... And then I... Holy crap. And then I end my... Well, I, I in the middle of my run, I go to where they have the fine equipment in port st Lucie for exercising is that off crosstown it is and okay. then i do sit-ups and then i run home and then i jog home what time do you run because i'm going to make sure and get up next saturday morning <laughs> and try to find you running it varies okay uh, last saturday it was between six and seven so it now varies. do you run when you run do you run against the traffic so you can see the cars coming at you or are you, with, or is there like a sidewalk? With the traffic. So the cars coming, uh, my back is to the cars coming at me. Coming on at that you. Side. Yeah. See, I'd be terrified to do that. I, I would be completely terrified because I want to see what's, God forbid, if I'm going to get hit by a car when I'm running, yeah. <laughs> I want to see the car that's going to hit me. You want to make sure I don't want to be, I don't want to be taken from behind and blindsided. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me it kind of uh, bothers me thinking that okay i've been wanting to get the bicycle and maybe ride my bike home mm-hmm. but i get a little leery too when i go over the roosevelt bridge and i see that skinny little bike lane for the bicyclists mm-hmm. you know the pedestrians use that sidewalk up you on can the bridge. go you can go where the pedestrians are with your bike you, you are allowed to do you that. are yes you I, are allowed it's not against the law i didn't know that I, yeah. I would probably be the one doing that i would be also right behind you in that pedestrian lane i would not trust that bike lane <laughs> that skinny bike lane no but... especially going with the traffic <laughs> i if i'm going to get hit from behind and go over the side of the bridge by a car. <laughs> I want to see what's going to hit me before I go over. That reminds, That's the way I look at that it. That reminds me of a time I was only but 18 or 19, and I was riding my bike in Nat- Natchitoches, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I went down there for my first radio job, and I didn't have a car, so I rode my bike all over Natchitoches. Mm-hmm. I had just gotten through running, uh, riding my bike across over this bridge, and then a busload of, I think they were, they might have been prisoners or some sort of thing, mm-hmm. a busload of them. And all of a sudden, I saw this big hand come out of the bus and just missed my hiney. <laughs> he wanted oh, to whack you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I was, fortunately, I was just like, oh um, I was coming upon the business district. So I was, you know, I was coming into town. 
after I got over that bridge, and I wow. went into a uh, I went into a Burger King and hid in the bathroom for a little while. Wow! I didn't do anything wrong. I mean, I didn't do anything to make them do that. But <laughs> I'm surprised they let the windows down and the prisoners could get their hands out the window. That's a little strange. Well, these are out the window or out the door, but it happened so fast that mm-hmm. it was outright scary. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then a carload of women um, went by. Then a, a carload of women was following these people, mm-hmm. and then a girl yelled out of the car window something very obscene to me, like she screamed at me, mm-hmm. which I can't, I can't really reiterate what it was mm-hmm. because I don't want to, you know, get into that. Yeah, but <laughs> that's okay. It was just nasty. It was scary, and okay. I'm only like what eighteen or nineteen on this bicycle. You were just a wee little bit. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, don't. Ride your bike near a, don't ride your bike near a jail bus next time. It is 622 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news brought to you uh, by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 75 years. Bonnie's at the news desk with the headlines. Thank you, Evan. Part of the Florida panhandle is under a tropical storm warning as tropical storm Fred approaches. Forecasters believe Fred will strengthen before making landfall sometime this afternoon. It's set to bring wind, rainfall, and potential flash flooding to Florida, Alabama, and Georgia. Rainfall could total anywhere from 4 to 12 inches. A rainy Friday on the Treasure Coast saw Martin County get the worst of the drenching, nearly eight inches worth. Former Tropical Depression Fred, which was headed toward the Gulf of Mexico on Saturday after being downgraded to a tropical wave, has had a widespread impact despite being a weak and disorganized system, said Kevin Rodriguez, meteorologist for the National Weather Service in Melbourne. Martin received six to eight inches of rain on Friday compared to two inches in Port St. Lucie and Vero Beach and one inch in Sebastian and Fort Pierce, according to the Weather Service. Fred is contributing to an above-average rainfall year for the Treasure Coast. Before Friday, the Weather Service recorded rainfall amounts roughly an inch above normal over the past 30 days as most of its collection points on the Treasure Coast. District 1 voters likely will head to the polls December 7 to select a new city commissioner. The special election is required to fill the vacancy created by the death of longtime Commissioner Rufus Alexander, who died July 28. He had served for nearly 20 consecutive years. Only residents of District 1, an area in North Fort Pierce, roughly bordered by Juanita and Virginia Avenues, Kings Highway, and US 1, will be eligible to vote in the nonpartisan primary. The commission is expected to set the District 1 special election Monday. Candidate filing deadline would be September 17. If there are more than three candidates and none receives greater than 50% of the vote, the top two finishers would advance to a general election February 8, according to city documents. Curtis Johnson Jr., who was elected in November, is currently the only District 1 commissioner. South Florida organizations prepare to help Haiti. And WPTV's Todd Wilson with the story. Haiti is in the midst of another crisis. A state of emergency has been declared after a 7.2 magnitude earthquake hit the southern portion of the country Saturday morning. Valentin Joseph, a Haitian native who lives in West Palm Beach, says right after waking up Saturday morning, she got a disturbing message from a friend. And I did not understand it. It says 7.2 and it says Saint-Louis du Sud. I'm like, what is this? And then he called her and told her about the crisis in Haiti. I became numb 
because how much more can Haiti suffer? In 2014, Joseph created the JJ Foundation for Women and Children in memory of her three brothers who died from sickle cell disease. She's also been doing mission work, providing food. She says calls for help have been coming in. We need to find out how many people um, um, are dead, how many have survived. The hospitals, as you know, they were already burdened. And on top of this, it's chaotic. Miriam Frederick is with a group called New Life for Kids. She helps run a children's home for 140 kids in Haiti. She says she got a call from Haiti early this morning. They described the shaking of the buildings and things falling off the wall and trying to get kids out of the children's home outside, and they were, they were all in panic in Port-au-Prince. She says where they work in the south of Haiti, there is total devastation. Frederick says hospitals are overwhelmed, houses are destroyed, and she says her group is heading to Haiti. We have our co-director on a plane tomorrow going. We have uh, doctors going, already getting ready to go. They're making reservations. Both women say the resilience of Haiti and its people is remarkable, and they both say how much more must the Haitian people suffer. In Palm Beach County, Todd Wilson WPTV News Channel 5. Florida continued to set records for COVID-19 infections and hospitalization Sunday with federal agencies reporting that an additional 25,991 people had tested positive and nearly 16,000 were hospitalized for treatment of the deadly disease since the highly contagious Delta variant of the coronavirus began sweeping the state last month. Florida has led the nation in the number of new cases. And lastly, a mom vented on social media about the Delta variant because her three-year-old daughter's name is Delta. She also joked that when she picked the name, she thought comparisons to Delta Airlines would be the worst of it. Then someone at the airline saw the tweet and sent her daughter a gift package with a bunch of branded Delta stuff. They said they grabbed one of everything from their gift shop and that had the name Delta on it. So she was thrilled. Tyler Gilbert, acquired by the Arizona Diamondbacks in the minor league phase of the Rule 5 draft only eight months ago, threw a no-hitter in the first start of his major league career on Saturday night. Gilbert, 27, became the fourth pitcher in baseball history to throw a no-hitter in his first big league start. Only two have done that since the start of the 20th century, most recently Bobo Holloman in 1953. News time is 628. We'll have weather and traffic together next. insurance or want to switch plans you can sign up for a new florida blue health plan or switch to a better one for as little as zero dollars per month if you qualify call us today 772-621-8830 or visit floridablue.com slash centers to learn more to be eligible for zero monthly cost your marketplace monthly advance premium tax credit must equal to or be more than the premium policies have limitations and exclusions benefits available in certain plans and counties florida blue and florida blue hmo are independent licensees of the blue cross and blue shield association Six twenty nine right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, not finding any accidents to report during these early Monday hours. So yeah, the work week traffic wise is getting off to a really nice start right here. Heading out, you should be fine. Traffic's looking good, and there's your latest look at traffic. 
80 degrees in Stewart and in Uppsala, Sweden. It's a cloudy, raining, and 58. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s and some showers possible for the morning commute. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, heat index values climbing into the triple digits. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds throughout the day and the chance for scattered showers and thunderstorms mainly focused around the lake. Tomorrow, morning coastal showers and afternoon inland showers and storms with highs in the low 90s. For the middle of the work week, highs in the low 90s feeling even hotter with that humidity. Scattered showers and storms possible with most of the rainfall moving towards the lake for the second part of the day. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. Taking your business to the next level requires money, and the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College has the expertise and connections to help you acquire your growth capital. Hi, I'm Michael Bernard, business consultant with the Florida SBDC at IRSC. We offer no-cost consulting and low-cost training to help you prepare and obtain financing. Whether you're looking for a traditional bank loan, government-backed loan, or a loan provided by an alternative lender, we have the tools, expertise, and resources to help you obtain the financing needed to succeed. While Florida SBDCs do not loan money or administer grants, our consultants maintain valuable relationships with local lenders and understand their lending requirements. Our certified business consultants, many of whom are former bankers and business owners, will provide confidential assistance to help guide you through the process of securing the right source of capital for your business. For one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285, online at irscbiz.com. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email, wstumorningshow at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. It is 6.33 on the Get Up and Go Show on a Monday with Evan and Bonnie, and it's time for one of our favorite segments called Viral Videos. So I just have one this morning because the other two just don't make sense. So this one is a woman who filmed herself on what's called a Gravitron. Now, a Gravitron, 
is a ride at a fair. Oh, I hate that ride. Where you stand in it. Yes. And you're in a cage and it goes round like this. Circular. And then it goes up like this. And it feels like it's crushing you when it's going right. round. I hate that feeling. That's the ride that did me in that scarred me for life. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm afraid of, of carnival rides. Doesn't the bottom kind of blow out too where no. it looks like you're. No. Okay. No. I'm it's just, of- just a big circle. You stand in and it goes like this. And then eventually it lifts up like this. Yeah, and I didn't like the feeling of, like, it felt like it was crushing my chest when mm-hmm. I went on it that one time. So this one girl <laughs> this, this girl is on the Gravitron, and she is trying to make a TikTok video while she's on the Gravitron. And she gets the bejesus scared out of her. So listen in. Okay, guys, we're on this ride called Zero Gravity at the York Fair. She claims I'm not going to be able to hold my phone. We're going to do this, okay? Here we go. Zero gravity. Okay, we're lifting up. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Look. There it goes. There it goes. Whoa. There we go. Whoa. Oh. oh. It's going low. Oh. oh, I feel that right. Oh. Oh. Okay, hold on a minute. Hold on. I'm trying to make a TikTok. Oh, I'm trying to make a TikTok. Help me. I'm trying to make a TikTok. funny <laughs> <laughs> now there's two things that i want to point out in this video two things she's worried about her double chin because she goes my double chin uh-huh. and then she also goes oh my kidney <laughs> and then she, the last thing she's worried about is the damn tiktok video over and over she keeps saying i'm trying to make a tiktok trying to make a tiktok <laughs> Over and over. Having no idea that it would go viral. Right. And so many people watching and laughing to it oh this morning. Oh, my gosh. I would feel a little bit nervous if I would be the little person standing next to her. <laughs> She's not exactly a small woman. No, it, it, but it's funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> She's hilarious. Her facial expressions. And then at one point, her eyeballs get so big. It's like they're going to... I thought they were going to pop out of her head. Pop right out of her skull, right? And she'd have no eyeballs. <laughs> have you ever been on a ride with, uh, with where somebody was completely scared and frenzied? Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, I've, I've, uh, yeah. I took my cousin Amy on a ride when mm-hmm. I, I'm like four years older than my cousin. Okay. So, um, so that makes you 25. Her mom and my mom and grandma took us to the fair, and I had right. Amy come on the zipper with me. The zipper. I love the zipper. I remember the zipper. Yeah. Yeah, There's, I remember the zipper. They still have them, and that's that's like one of the... That's just like my favorite carnival ride. Mm-hmm. But my my little cousin Amy started crying like really right away when the ride started moving. Wow! And she just she kind of bawled the whole way. It wasn't a good ride. Wow! And then uh, then got up the zipper and you know Granny and my mom and her mom said, oh, "Don't don't go on that ride That's again." That's crazy. Bonnie, did you know that nine percent of people have flirted with another driver while driving? Now. 
I will be the first to go on record to say I am guilty of being one of those 9% of people that have flirted with another driver while driving down the road. Okay. I will be the first to admit it. The other driver in another vehicle. Yes, another uh, member of the opposite sex. Oh, my. I have flirted with somebody else while driving down the road. you got to be careful now, with that. I, I'm not going to say, well, this was at a red light. That could be as dangerous as, like, texting and driving. It was, it was at a red light. Flirting and driving. It was, a, it was at a red light. Well, okay. We were stopped still. We weren't moving. <laughs> and did an it attractive... continue, though, when, when you started moving? Well... I um a little bit further. Uh, yeah, we, we got to the next red light, and I flirted some more. Oh my! But this is going way back. Yeah, like before Rachel's time. Yeah, <laughs> Rachel's saying yeah, before it better. Rachel's time. <laughs> it better yeah, be before my time. Way back. Have you ever done that, Bonnie? You ever pulled up to a red light and you uh you look to your left or you look to your right, and there's a really nice looking young man driving. And he, he turns and he looks at you and he just kind of gives you that that smile and gives you that like that little nod. Yeah, I remember. And do you do you give that smile back? I think I did that. Uh, it was Sixth Street in Wassa, Wisconsin. I did that, but it was, however, oh, it you was, know the exact location. It was a gentleman that I was dating at the time. Oh, so, oh, well, so. you were dating the guy. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm talking about somebody you've never a stranger, a complete stranger. I can't recall ever really doing that okay. nothing etched okay. in my memory now that's all right that's okay <laughs> but, but Did, I'm, I'm sure it, it could happen okay. you see that attractive person yes and yeah. give a little wink a little flirting starts going on a little wink hey. i watched this love i watched this love story yesterday um it wasn't on the hallmark channel it was on the um oh another one of those channels that or, shows those oh, types um, of movies the uh Lifetime? No, maybe? I can't remember. It had something to do with sunflower love. Oh yeah, but the, I don't know that one. Well, the gist, <laughs> the sunflower the, love. The the gist of the story is, is there's and it's it's kind of really cool. It was it like an hour and a half long, and I was hooked on it. The gist of the story is this good-looking young lady goes into this coffee shop to get a coffee, and there's a good-looking guy, and he's asking about. Um, the uh the pastries he's not sure what to order and the girl says to him well you should order the pecan something pastry it's the best here so he orders it and she's walking out with and and she lays eyes on him and she walks out of the coffee shop she's carrying like six cups of coffee in in this carrier and I guess she must have forgotten something and she makes a u-turn to go back in the door and he comes darting out the door and she just plasters him with all the iced coffee, <laughs> the coffee all over his over <laughs> yeah, all over his shirt. That's a great love story. Okay, so so he asks about you know she's trying to clean him up, and mm-hmm. he asks if there's a, a a store nearby that he can go buy another shirt. And she says there's one down the road. So she gets to work, and she works for this newspaper. Yeah. Okay, and the newspaper that she works for, um, she is dying to become this writer she wants to write this story for this newspaper so her boss who is the the chief editor she is the um personal assistant she's the pa for the chief editor the editor-in-chief they're sitting at the the board table and the chief editor makes an announcement that she just hired a brand new 
lead senior writer. Oh, uh, yeah. And the and senior I writer comes walking see where in. where this is going. And yeah. the senior writer is the guy that she dumped the coffee on. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So anyway, there's... So um, they, they, they are, like, destined to meet again, then. Yeah, so they meet again, and she just kind of, like, crawls under the table. <laughs> so fast forward, Cute. he gets yeah. put on an assignment to go write a story about this lady named Olivia, I think her name was. Um, and it was in a town. I can't remember the town, what it was in. But anyway. Maybe one like upstate New York. Right. Well, she pitched the idea to the editor-in-chief, and the editor-in-chief shot it down because she didn't feel that the girl was good enough. So he got he got it. It was his first writing assignment. Burn. So, yeah, exactly. So she goes into the editor-in-chief and, and is begging and pleading and begging and pleading, and she finally puts her on the assignment as the guy's assistant. So one thing leads to another, so another thing destined, leads to another. More destiny. And, yeah, so yes. anyway, at the very end, they wind up yeah, together. That sounds like a very so, um, it was nice, really good, yeah, it was a really a good nice love story. nice romantic kind of story. Yeah. Maybe I'll push myself to watch one for the holidays. Yeah, it was a really good you know, love story. You know, on Hallmark or something. And yeah. I, was, I just like the uh, nice Christmas decorations in some of those stories mm-hmm. and the maybe like the country scenery and the small town. Well, Hallmark had that series on Christmas in July. So... That's you a got good all one? the you got all the uh, Christmas stories in the, on the Hallmark channel oh, yeah. that were in the month of July. You can find them just uh, about any night. Well, any they're on demand. Night during... You can find them on whatever it is. They're all on demand. Yeah, maybe I'll have to get in that spirit and watch one. Did you know thirty percent of people say they never have a recommendation from a server at a restaurant? They never have a recommendation. So when you go and sit down. And you go to your favorite watering hole or your favorite food establishment. Mm-hmm. Does the server ever recommend, um, you know, our special of the day or or this or that or I recommend this and that? Oh yeah, I've Does had that done. Do I've that? had that done before. Okay, yeah. Right. Or you know, if I'm ordering that sort of thing, you know, the server will say, you know, that is very good. That's mm-hmm. been ordered a lot. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard that lately. Okay. Yes. Did you know one fourth of all young adults, young adults, all one fourth of them, have never ever been to a bank? They've never walked inside a bank. Oh man. Because nowadays you can actually yeah. open a bank account online. You don't even have to go in the bank anymore. Oh, so that's why. Yeah. yeah I always remember going to the bank with my mom when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. She always had me at the bank, mm-hmm. you know. But now all this banking online, that makes sense. Now, here's a very interesting stat, Bonnie. Did you know that about $50 million disappears every year because people leave change at a vending machine? When oh, you go yeah. to buy something, yeah. and let's say it's 80 cents, and you put a dollar in and two dimes are left at the vending machine. Mm-hmm. All around the world, people are doing that, and $50 million a year is left in vending machines all around that, the world. Yeah, all of that little change. That you ever really done that? You ever gone to a vending machine and, and you want to buy something that's like 80 or 90 cents and you just... You just don't care about the change. You just put your dollar in and you walk away with your food. No, I always grab my change because I'm a change collector. Okay, I'm, I'm dimes and quarters. Particularly, do you have a cup in your car that has change? Yeah, the little uh, cup 
holders. Okay. That, that's where I you put all your change. Put my change. I have down a little there. section yeah. in in my vehicle where I I put all my spare change. The mid just, is it like the mid section? Yeah, it's like yeah. in the mid. It's it's in the yep. middle in the middle area. Yep, that's where Gary collects his too. Did you know that children using mobile phones take twenty percent longer to begin crossing the street? And are 43% more likely to get hit by a vehicle or to have a close call. I believe that. That's very interesting. Yeah, I believe that. People not paying wow. attention just all into their phone and not watching what they're doing. Uh-huh. I used to hate that when I worked at the call center and there were so many people in there. When you go to lunch and some people would be even be running into you, you know, talking on the phone. Yeah, not even yeah. paying attention to where they're going. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Here's something kind of funny. Uh, did you know that over 90% of guys admit that they have sucked in their stomach around a woman? <laughs> they have sucked in their stomach around a woman. What was that percentage, though? 90%. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever, before you were um, you know, in a relationship or anything like that, when you met a guy, did they ever suck in their stomach when they met you first? No, but I did. <laughs> okay. Right. Upon meeting them, I'd be sucking in my you didn't have to big, say that. big fat belly. No, it's not a big fat belly. Don't be saying <laughs> stuff like that. It is 646 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on any type of precious metals. It's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie is standing by with the headlines. Good morning. The issue of masks for students goes before the Miami-Dade County School Board this week. Vice Chair Steve Gallen is recommending a mask mandate with a parental opt-out option so they can keep kids safe while following state law. I think most recently with the governor's executive order and some of the other issues and mandates that have uh, been communicated from Tallahassee has obviously uh, politicized the process to a greater extent. U.S. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona sent letters to Republican governors in Florida and Texas urging them to reverse rules banning school mask mandates. The letter sent Friday said the Department of Education stands with local leaders and school administrators who have adopted the masking requirements based on Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Guidance despite the bans, USA Today reported. Earlier in the week, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis threatened the pay of school officials who defy his ban against mandating students to wear masks, which he said in executive order violates the rights of parents under state law to make health care decisions for their minor children. Several Florida counties have announced mask mandates anyway, with Leon, Broward, Duval, Orange, Seminole, Hillsborough, and Palm Beach counties among them. On Friday, a group of parents with disabilities also filed a federal lawsuit against Florida's ban, saying it violates the Americans with Disabilities Act. Four teachers in South Florida died of COVID-19 within a 24-hour period earlier this week amid the growing political fight and surge of the disease statewide. The most populous county in Florida is rolling out its latest policy trying to get more residents vaccinated against COVID-19. Starting this week, all Miami-Dade County non-union employees will have to submit to weekly COVID-19 testing. Those who wish to opt out can provide proof of their vaccination status. Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava says it will help ensure they're doing their part to maintain a safe and healthy workplace. And that county employees are doing our part to prevent the spread of COVID across this community. Pompano Beach had planned to begin instituting a similar COVID-19 screening policy starting today, but it has been temporarily delayed. 
Erica Rodriguez, Miami. A new distillery that would be the first of its kind on the Treasure Coast is planning to open in downtown Vero Beach next year. The 21st Amendment Distillery would open in stages throughout 2022 at the current location of the Ironside Press Marketing Agency on 21st Street. As long as the Vero Beach City Council gives the final okay next week, said founder Jeff Pileschi. Pileschi, age 51, who moved to Vero Beach about 11 years ago, hopes his distillery will spark the city's downtown economy the way Sailfish Brewing Company did in Fort Pierce. Norwegian Cruise Line is sailing for the first time since the pandemic began. The Norwegian Gem left Port Miami yesterday on a seven-day trip to the Caribbean. Passengers and crew had to show proof of vaccination. The six-month-long special enrollment period for the Affordable Care Act is over as of today, but Florida Covering Kids and Families Director Jody Ray is, says it's not too late to sign up, and if you need help, you can reach out to them. Most of the navigators will provide a virtual or phone appointments if folks are trying to be safe because of the pandemic and or for convenience reasons. More than 400,000 Floridians signed up during the extended enrollment period. Sunrise Humane Society in Fort Pierce is seeking community assistance with pet adoption. The nonprofit organization must take each pet brought to its doors as mandated by county and city contracts, and it's now filled to capacity with adorable, adoptable pets. The new organization took over the animal's shelter located at 100 Savannah Road in Fort Pierce five months ago, and since then over 900 pets have passed through the door in need of care in new homes. The nonprofit said over 30% of the animals have been transferred to other local animal rescue organizations. Some have found new homes and some lost pets have returned to their owners, but they are still overflowing with pets in need of new homes. Dogs and cats have been sterilized, vaccinated, and dewormed. Adoption fees have been lowered to help pets get into new homes. To find out more, to see photos of some of these adoptable pets, go to sunrisehs.org slash home. And lastly, if you want to capture the essence of summer, Budweiser has you covered. They just partner with a site, homesick.com, for a new candle that's supposed to smell like summer. So what does summertime smell like? It's called a Budweiser Backyard Barbecue, and it's got notes of amber, clove, lemonade, barbecue smoke, allspice, barley, vanilla, and musk. Each candle comes in a beer can, shaped jar, and costs $34. For an extra 15 you can put a personalized message on the jar, and you can buy them at homesick.com while supplies last. Roger Federer is going to miss the U.S. Open and be sidelined for what he said will be many months because he needs a third operation on his right knee, a procedure he said will leave him with a glimmer of hope that he can return to competition. Federer announced the news on Sunday via a video message on Instagram. News time is 6.52 and we'll have weather and traffic together next. I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. 
I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Not finding any traffic accidents to report during these early Monday morning hours. Everything looks fine on our roadways for Stewart, for Port St. Lucie. We have a nice Monday morning ride. And there's your latest look at traffic. It's 77 in Port St. Lucie and in Lincoln City, Oregon, 60 this morning. Here's a look at our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s and some showers possible for the morning commute. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, heat index values climbing into the triple digits. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds throughout the day and the chance for scattered showers and thunderstorms mainly focused around the lake. Tomorrow, morning coastal showers and afternoon inland showers and storms with highs in the low 90s. For the middle of the work week, highs in the low 90s, feeling even hotter with that humidity. Scattered showers and storms possible with most of the rainfall moving towards the lake for the second part of the day. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 220- Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. When it comes to Medicare, it can be confusing and misleading. Sure, you can go to any particular company's presentation, but is that really the most effective way to go? Let my team look up your doctor's medications and see whether an Advantage or a Medigap plan is more suitable. Call me, Denny Artachi, 561-537-5897, and let my team simplify and explain your choices. After all, it's your health we're talking about. 561-537-5897. What you need to know about growing your own fennel, that's coming up on This Land of Ours. 
Whether at your local green market, corner grocery store, or neighborhood restaurant, you're supporting your community when you buy local. Food grown right here by Florida farmers doesn't need to be shipped this far. That saves fuel and cuts emissions. Buying local is more than just supporting area businesses and growers. It's buying fresh, wholesome, and delicious food for your family. Products you trust from people you trust. Fresh from Florida. Good for the environment. Good for the economy. Good for you. Hi, I'm Greg Peterson of the Peterson Farm Brothers. If you've seen our videos, you know we're proud to be farmers. Farming can be dangerous. Never assume location or depth of underground utilities or pipelines. Before you start any work on your farm, call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com to have underground lines located. It only takes a minute and can save your life. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. The herb fennel has a long growing history and a multitude of uses, including culinary and medicinal ones. Fennel might be best known for its role in Italian cooking. It's high in fiber, low in calories, and full of healthy nutrients like vitamin C and potassium. Common fennel has an anise-like flavor with feathery leaves and strong seeds. The leaves have a delicious flavor that pairs well with fish and eggs. The seeds are somewhat spicier and stronger, but with a similar flavor. Those who live in USDA growing zones 6 through 10 can grow common fennel as a perennial or biennial. It's not able to withstand a hard frost, so most gardeners in North America grow it as an annual. This herb grows best in a location with full sunlight. The plant needs to receive at least six hours of direct sun each day. Fennel plants grow up to five feet tall, depending on what variety you grow. I'm Kathy Isom, Southeast Agnet. Treasure Coast Crime Stoppers works because of good tips, and good tips equal dollars and safer communities. Remember, we are available 24 hours a day, and you remain unknown and untouchable. Good tips give names, locations, and descriptions of the suspects. Good tips give the suspects race, date of birth, sex, weight, and height, plus the descriptions of tattoos, if any. Good tips also give the jurisdiction where the suspect is wanted. Make of car and license plate. Good tips equal dollars. 1-800-273-TIPS. That's 1-800-273-TIPS. Treasure Coast Crime Stoppers works for you. That's 1-800-273-TIPS. Funded by the Office of Florida's Attorney General. You are listening to WSTU. Stewart. Jupiter and Indian Town, Martin County's Heritage Station. This is a Fox News alert. The Taliban takeover has Afghans trying to get out. I'm Dave Anthony. Chaotic scenes at that airport in Kabul as thousands of people tried to flee the country. Just like the Afghan president did once the Taliban took control of the capital city, ending a week-long nationwide takeover. Some people rushed onto the tarmac trying to get on the planes, but commercial air traffic's pretty much shut down now. Separately... The evacuation of U.S. personnel and at least some Afghans who helped the United States and its allies on the ground continues. We have no reports there have been any obstacles uh, to uh, an orderly evacuation for at least uh, U.S. citizens and some of those people. Fox's Ryan Chilcote, all this amid a U.S. troop withdrawal said to be complete this month. President Biden remains on vacation at Camp David. He had said last month the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan was extremely unlikely. Fox's Tanya J. Powers has a reaction live. 
Biden administration officials are taking a political fire here at home, Dave. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said yesterday on ABC's This Week, he put that blame on Afghan security forces. That force proved incapable uh, of defending the country, and that did happen more rapidly than uh, we anticipated. Republican Congressman Peter Meyer today on Fox. We have underestimated the Taliban, overestimated the Afghan government, uh, and, and what we are seeing right now is the consequences. The Pentagon is sending thousands of troops to help evacuate Americans and Afghan translators and others who worked with the U.S. during the war. Dave. Sonia, rescuers keep searching for survivors in Haiti after an earthquake killed at least 1,297 people. COVID surge led to new infections last week at six-month highs, ten times the cases of early July. Biden advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci tells CBS. Put aside all of these issues of concern about liberties and personal liberties and realize we have a common enemy. America's listening to Fox News. For eligible individuals 18 or older only, not available in Oregon or West Virginia, results vary. See website for details and important safety information. If your hearing aids are two years old or older, you may be missing out on the huge advancement in hearing aid technology now available with Lively Hearing Aids. Switching to Lively Hearing Aids is like going from this to this. You'll be amazed at the difference. Our rechargeable hearing aids last up to 30 hours without a charge. Bluetooth enabled, they can stream music and calls directly through your hearing aids. And adjustable settings in the Lively app put you in control of your hearing. If you've been waiting to replace your current hearing aids because of the cost, the price of Lively hearing aids will be music to your ears. Lively hearing aids cost half the price of most hearing aids. And they're backed by a 100-day money-back guarantee. Try Lively today risk-free for 100 days and save $100 at listenlively.com slash radio. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-L-I-V-E-L-Y dot com slash radio. Listenlively.com slash R-A-D-I-O. More than a third of American students are back in school, and more kids will return to class this week as COVID surge reignites the debate over whether to require children to wear masks. In Florida, some school districts are defying Republican Governor Ron DeSantis' order banning such mandates. Rosalind Osgood is the board chair of Broward County Schools. On CBS Face the Nation, she said the recent deaths of teachers and a school staffer from COVID highlight the range of people they have to keep safe when school starts this week. 50 plus thousand of students that are 12 and under that don't have an option for vaccination. You have staff with pre-existing conditions. You have children that have medical conditions. We believe that masks is a tool that will help us mitigate the spread of COVID. The Biden administration has offered federal support to Florida districts that defy DeSantis mask requirement ban. Grinnell Scott. Fox News. Tropical storm Fred's moving closer to the Florida panhandle expected to hit later today, then moving to Georgia and Alabama. Then there is tropical depression Grace. Grace is set to enter the Gulf and may strike southern Texas, but some aren't sure. As soon as they hit the Gulf, you don't know what's going to happen. It can turn, it can change, it can strengthen, it can weaken. And a new cyclone formed early this morning out by Bermuda. Fox's Evan Brown. A thunderstorm caused trouble at the Texas state capital. A rainstorm in Austin flooded the state capitol grounds. Video from Fox 7 showed the water was ankle deep on the floor and more was pouring in through the skylights. But as soon as the water came in, crews were on the scene working to clean up. Governor Greg Abbott tweeted he was working with the State Preservation Board to address the flooding. Rob Dawson, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are falling before today's trading. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. 
Need your windows cleaned but hate the thought of doing it yourself? Call the professionals Olaf's Window Cleaning. For commercial, restaurants, small businesses, apartment buildings, residential, exterior, and interior, bathrooms, mirrors, screens, and tracks, Olaf's will even clean your chandeliers. Call 772-204-3067. And as a summer promotion, mention this radio ad for a 25% discount through August. Online at Olaf'sWindowCleaning.com or call 772-204-3067. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Lose weight, feel great, and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. You are listening to W. Stewart. Jupiter and Indian Town, Martin County's Heritage Station. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And a top of the morning to you and yours on this August 16th, 2021. Here's another fun way to kill time. All right, I can think of lots of fun ways to kill time. I heard that. That's right, I know you heard that. Some people just don't know when they're not wanted. Well, I, I know when I'm wanted, and I know when Bonnie's wanted, but do you know when you're wanted? Well, it's 7.07. Mr. Clock, would you certify that? It's now... 7.07 a.m. 7.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie, and we are off and running for you and I. And, uh, Bonnie, it's just a great morning so far, isn't it? Yeah, and, you know, the roads have been really nice and kind of like a quiet Monday morning, too, on the roads when I came in, more quiet than usual. And, mm-hmm. you know, I know we got back to school last week. But, yeah, all nice and quiet. We're not seeing any accidents. Very friendly as you're heading off to work on a Monday morning. Definitely so. Uh, 7.08 is the time right now. It's time to do some birthdays and anniversaries. News on the radio. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Today, of course, is August the 16th. 2021. Bonnie, what do you have for me this morning? I don't have anybody to send out the happy birthday wishes to. I Nobody? Don't of, I don't know of anybody. Oh, my. I really do not. Okay. <laughs> well, Ivana Lynch is 30 years old today. That's Luna Love God in the Harry Potter films. Luna Love God. What a name. Luna Love God. Yeah, it sounds like an old CB handle or something. Yeah. Hey, this breaker, is breaker, breaker, one nine. Uh, Luna Love God coming yeah. at you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely so. Rumor Willis. 
that's another CB handle. Uh, Rumor Willis is 33. That's Dancing with the Stars winner. She's the oldest and naughtiest daughter of Bruce Willis She's actually, and Demi Moore. I think she actually has like this fine maturity level. I've seen her on the talk a few times. Oh, okay. And, you know, she hangs out with the ladies on the talk, and I think she's uh, quite a level-headed. She seems like quite a level-headed young lady. Yeah, the daughter of, of Bruce and Demi, and their oldest daughter too, right? Yes, at for 33. sure. Yep. Dan Smyers, 34, from the country duo Dan and Shay. Great group, by the way. They are. They really are. Really good. Love their stuff. My stepdaughter opened me up to them while we were traveling. She was really getting into the country music, and Dan and Shay was one of them that I really liked. Kristen Milioti is 36 years old today. That's Tracy, the mother, and How I Met Your Mother. Arden Cho is 36. That's Ethan's sister, Emily, on Chicago Med. Cam Gigandit. Is 38. That's James, the vampire leader who wanted to kill Bella in Twilight. Vanessa Carlton is 41. Biggest hit was A Thousand Miles. That was a big smash, too, wasn't it? Yep, sure was. Yeah. I mean, that one was played. I'm sure that one is still played on the radio quite mm-hmm. often. Emily Strayer from the Dixie Chicks is, or should we say, the Chicks. Got to make sure we get it politically correct. Yeah, they, they uh, legally changed their name, right? Yes, They're they no did. longer... The, the Dixie Chicks. The Dixie They're uh, the chicks. chicks. The Slicks. The Slick Chicks. <laughs> Whatever you want to call them. Anyway, Emily Strayer's 49. 49. Okay. Um, Jace Robertson from Duck Dynasty is 52 years old today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Steve Carell is 59. That's Michael Scott on The Office. Timothy Hutton, 61. Nathan on Le- Leverage. Oh, he was um, He was in some pretty big movies, too. With um, mm-hmm. Back in the day, he was in Taps mm-hmm. with Sean Penn and Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. And oh, he made another Sean Penn movie. He was um, in The Falcon and the Snowman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had some an ordinary people. Mm-hmm. So he had some uh, pretty big movies, too, back in the day. Timothy I'm gonna Hutton. Na- I'm going to name a song to you. Tell me if you know the artist, because it's this artist's birthday. All right? Um, this is... Uh, Used to be my playground. This is my playground. Okay, so name that artist. Yeah, tell me who the artist is. I'm going to say Pitbull. Nope. Uh, how about um, Into the Groove? Madonna. There you go. 63 years old today. Oh, is she now? Yes. She still looks terrific, too. 63 years old yeah, today. I, I saw her in like a did I see her in a family photo or some photo recently. She could still vote. She just looks amazing. Yep. Angela Bissett, 63. That's Queen Mother Ramonda on Black Panther. Lauren Ines is 64. That's Dr. Carrie Weaver on ER. Tim Ferriss from the group In Excess is 64 years old today. You know, i got to say, I think In Excess is one of the most, one of my favorite, favorite rock groups. Great band. I just, Excellent band. Do you I know really, some of their hits? Uh, Need You Tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legal or uh, Suicide Blonde mm-hmm. is another one I like. Mm-hmm. The One Thing. The One Thing. New oh, the, Sensation. The video for The One Thing was pretty cool, too, mm-hmm. back in the day. They Devil were all, Inside. They were all eating, and they had uh, this cat, kitty cat, walking around the table mm-hmm. while they were eating <laughs> like mm-hmm. this divine food. Disappear, Original Sin, Mystify, and as you said, Suicide Blonde, Never Tear Us Apart. Some of the many hits from In Excess. I used to have their greatest hits album. Well, there to, you go. Yeah, I actually think I had their CD. Okay. I played it when I was traveling through Michigan. James Cameron is 67 years old today. 67. The director, James Cameron yep. of Titanic, yep. right? And yep. Avatar, Terminator, and The Abyss. Mm-hmm. He also created Dark Angel. Kathy Lee Gifford 
68 years old today. Yep. She looks amazing for she her age. She looks terrific, too. Yes, she yep. does. Mm-hmm. James J.T. Taylor from Cool and the Gang, 68 years old today. Now, I know you know some of their hits. Cool and the Gang. Too hot, right? Right. Is Celebration. The, uh-huh. Ladies' Night. Fresh. Get Down Tonight. Lots of hits. Yeah. The hits just keep coming with them. Because they were pretty cool, you know? Yeah. That's why they're called Cool and the Gang. Reginald Vell Johnson, 69 years old. That's Sergeant Al Powell in Die Hard. Leslie Ann Warren, 75 years old today. Miss Scarlet and Clue. Julie Newmar is 88, the original Catwoman. Wow. Oh, yeah, the original one, Mm. right? Man, she had a great figure. Yeah. She looked great. The only other Catwoman I really remember is, I think, Halle Berry Mm -hmm. played um, Catwoman. Another lady with a great figure. Yep. Robert Culp. Passed away in 2010. He starred on I Spy with Bill Cosby in the 60s. And Fess Parker uh, passed away in 2010. He played Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett, Bonnie. Oh, he did? What's his, yes. What's his name, Fess Parker? Fess Parker. Da- um, are those some, like, were they TV shows at one time? Daniel mm. Boone and... Uh, he played Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett. He no played kidding. the part, yeah. You may remember him as Travis... Dad in Old Yeller as well. Oh, that movie made me so sad when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. At the end of the movie, that was like, I think that's the first Mm -hmm. movie ever that I seriously cried to Mm -hmm. with that ending. Bonnie, are are you a rum drinker by any chance? I like a rum occasionally. Okay. Okay. Well, it's National Rum Day. Those rum runners are pretty good. National Rum Day. We pay tribute to the currency of the Caribbean as we celebrate National Rum day. You know who likes rum? I think when I, I bet think of G rum, does. G G loves yeah, his. He loves uh, himself a good rum. His Captain Morgan. Oh that he likes, yeah, that spiced rum. The captain spicy. of the WPSSWPSL. <laughs> yes, he likes yes. a rum once he in a while. Likes a rum once in a while. I bet while. he had one on his birthday. I'm sure he did. Now, but we don't know because we can't call him on his birthday. Well, I talked to him over the weekend. <laughs> did you? I sure did. And his birthday was very quiet. Yeah. Very laid back. Very peaceful. He said the reason he didn't answer the phone is because he doesn't like a lot of hubbub about his birthday. It's just another day of the year for him. And, you know, that's that's the way I feel about mine when that birthday seems to come around. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful to be having another birthday, mm-hmm. thankful for it, but I just don't know what all the fuss is sometime. Today, Ooh, That reminds go ahead. me, oh, happy birthday to John. We didn't say happy birthday to my friend John. Oh. Who, and, you know, in Port St. Lucie, and he actually had a birthday yesterday. Is this John the person that babysits the kitty cats? Yeah, the kitty oh, cats. Big John. So, you know, I want to, um, we wanted to bring him out to dinner, but okay. he's unsure he wants to go because of the Delta variant. Understandable. So, but I told him I would bring him a package. So that, that reminds me, I, oh, I see my paycheck sitting up there on the wall, too. That's right. Better go S- sitting right there. Cash that and get something for John today. Yes, yes. It's also National Roller Coaster Day. National Roller Coaster Day. So make sure and ride a roller coaster. Remember that song, Roller Coaster by the Ohio Players? Yes, I love that. Now, there's a part in the song that if you listen very carefully, and this is a rumor that I've I've always wanted. It's by the Ohio Players. Love Roller Coaster. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a part in the song where there's a scream in the background. And they say... That when they were recording the song, there was a murder committed in another studio. Oh, yikes. And that's the scream that you're hearing on the recording. So it's like a real scream. Yes. And 
one might be tending to wonder if it was the scream of someone being on a roller coaster. Exactly. There was an actual murder committed in another studio where the Ohio players recorded the song. I will never listen to that song the same, the same then. I'm surprised you, you didn't know that, that. I didn't know about wow. that. Most that. music jocks uh, that have done music before on radio knew that. No, that is the one that I've wow. never heard. But, okay. you know, that's fascinating. And now maybe I'll, I'll have to take a closer listen. I don't remember hearing the scream in that song. Yep. Good Amazing. Stuff. Amazing story. Um, it's also National Discovery Day. Enjoy walking tours, art exhibits, a golf tournament, and more on Discovery Day. It's where you go and discover things. You should discover maybe uh, something that you've never done before. I discovered you know? my paycheck up there. Like if you've never been ice skating, you should go I've ice been. skating. I've been. Or if you've never been downhill skiing before, you should try that. Care not to do that. Don't want to throw a hip. Go bowling if you've never done that one. Done that quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just experience, uh, you're, you're discover. Not gonna, you're discover not going to get me new. on the ski slopes anytime soon. Sorry. Not even a cross country? Nope. Cross country, would, nope. it's good Not gonna know, happen. exercise and nope. body movement. Don't want to break a hip. I'm right. too old for that. Uh, never say you're too old. Well, all right. Let me see. I'm, the bones are not <laughs> as, as bendable as they used to be. It's National Airborne Day. We'll recognize the past, the present, and the future contributions of American airborne troops as we celebrate National Airborne Day. And lastly, it's also National Tell-A-Joke Day, Bonnie. National Tell-A-Joke Day. Do you have a joke? Do I have a joke? Yes. Um, can't think of any right now off, off the top of my head. Nothing? But, um, my friend John would have a joke. Okay. If we... <laughs> well, the other day I had Siri and Alexa out. Yeah. And I asked them to do a joke off at the house. And... I recorded it and added some sound effects. Oh, nice. So here's what we okay. got. What's brown and sticky? A stick. <laughs> what did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies. Supplies? Which Supplies. bear is the most condescending? The pan. Duh. <laughs> I only know 25 letters of the alphabet. I don't know why. Why are elevator jokes so classic and good? They work on so many levels. <laughs> if you see a crime in an Apple store, does that make you an eyewitness? <laughs> I like that one with the sound effects. Right? You like that? I thought you yes. I thought you would enjoy that one. <laughs> the wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I thought you would en- I thought you would enjoy that one. Yep, you can always get a, a great joke, you know, from from her. Yeah, e- either Siri or, or, or Google. So, no, you can get a joke from Siri. You can get a uh, joke from Alexa. You can get a joke from your, your Google Home. Just just ask it a joke. Say, yeah. hey, Siri or Alexa, tell me a joke. Yeah, there's no reason to Oops. ever be feeling down Did I down just do that? Anymore. That means that all the Alexas are now going off in everybody's house. Oh, that's all right. And when <laughs> I said, hey, Alexa, tell me a joke, well, everybody's Alexa. See, everybody's laughing now. There you for go. surely. You know, the, the world can never have enough laughter. Honestly, that is true. It is. And I believe it is the best medicine. It really is. Because, you know, right now there is so much hate in this world. It's it's really it's disgusting. You know, and after uh, we're feeling like we're feeling down at home, we Mm -hmm. just get in such a better mood after watching a funny movie. Right. You know, getting that laugh. One of those movies where you have a laugh a minute. Right. You know, that just, you know, gets those endorphins going so much better. (sighs) It's 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 really it's a shame. Hey, if you want to see a funny movie, catch um, I Love You, Man. 
I love you, man? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's like a, really, it's like a, a funny flick. Oh. And I think you can get it, I think we got it this weekend on like either Hulu or Netflix, one of those. Okay. I love you, man. But um, truly a funny movie. It has Lou Ferrigno in it. And it takes place in California and the Venice Beach area and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. It really, really funny. Wow. You should check it out. Okay, I will definitely yeah. do that. I, I give you my word. I will do that. It is 721 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 75 years. Bonnie's at the news desk with the headlines. Thanks, Evan. Florida continued to set records for COVID-19 infections and hospitalization Sunday with federal agencies reporting that an additional 25,991 people had tested positive and nearly 16,000 were hospitalized for treatment of the deadly disease. Since the highly contagious Delta variant of the coronavirus began sweeping the state last month, Florida has led the nation in the number of new cases. The additional infections the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported late Saturday is a 4.5% increase since the previous daily high of 24,869 cases was reported Wednesday. The state reported nearly 152,000 new cases for the week. The most populous county in Florida is rolling out its latest policy trying to get more residents vaccinated against COVID-19. Starting this week, all Miami-Dade County non-union employees will have to submit to weekly COVID-19 testing. Those who wish to opt out can provide proof of their vaccination status. Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava says it will help ensure they're doing their part to maintain a safe and healthy workplace. And that county employees are doing our part to prevent the spread of COVID across this community. Pompano Beach had planned to begin instituting a similar COVID-19 screening policy starting today, but it has been temporarily delayed. Eric Rodriguez, Miami. The six-month-long special enrollment period for the Affordable Care Act is over as of today, but Florida Covering Kids and Families Director Jody Ray says it's not too late to sign up, and if you need help, you can reach out to them. Most of the navigators will provide a virtual or phone appointment if folks are trying to be safe because of the pandemic and or for convenience reasons. More than 400,000 Floridians signed up during the extended enrollment period. When Martin County Sheriff's officials on Monday recovered the bones of a man found in a wooded area south of Stewart, it was the fourth time this year remains of an unidentified person were discovered along the Treasure Coast, a medical examiner's report shows. Martin County Sheriff's Chief Deputy John Budenseek said he's certain they know the identity of the skeletal remains found by land surveyors near southeast Lillian Court and U.S. 1, but a name won't be released before the District 19 Medical Examiner's Office in Fort Pierce conducts a review. Sunrise Humane Society in Fort Pierce is seeking community assistance with pet adoption. The nonprofit organization must take each pet brought to its doors as mandated by county and city contracts, and it's now filled to capacity with adorable adoptable pets. The new organization took over the animal shelter at 100 Savannah Road in Fort Pierce five months ago, and since then over 900 pets have passed through the door in need of care in new homes. The nonprofit said over 30% of the animals have been transferred to other local animal rescue organizations. Some have found new homes and some lost pets 
have returned to their owners, but they're still overflowing with pets in need of new homes. Dogs and cats have been sterilized, vaccinated, and dewormed. Adoption fees have been lowered to help pets get into new homes. To find out more, to see photos of some adoptable pets, log on to sunrisehs.org home. And lastly, part of the Florida panhandle is under a tropical storm warning. As tropical storm Fred approaches, forecasters believe Fred will strengthen before making landfall sometime this afternoon. It's set to bring wind, rainfall, and potential flash flooding to Florida, Alabama, and Georgia. Rainfall could total anywhere from 4 to 12 inches. Kevin Kistner finally broke his playoff drought to win the Win-M Championship. He hopes the victory will help him achieve another milestone representing the United States in the Ryder Cup. Kistner struck his approach to three feet on the 18th hole at Sedgefield and made the putt to win a record-tying six-man playoff on Sunday. News time 726 with weather and traffic together next. insurance or want to switch plans you can sign up for a new florida blue health plan or switch to a better one for as little as zero dollars per month if you qualify call us today 772-621-8830 or visit floridablue.com slash centers to learn more to be eligible for zero monthly cost your marketplace monthly advance premium tax credit must equal to or be more than the premium policies have limitations and exclusions benefits available in certain plans and counties florida blue and florida blue hmo are independent licensees of the blue cross and blue shield association Seven twenty-six right now in the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, we don't see anything happening on our roadways, so you know that's a good thing. Quiet start here to the Monday morning. Major highways look fine and clear. US one moving right along quite nicely this morning. You know, if you see something, say something. Give us a call at 220-9788 at 220-WSTU. And we have 80 right now in Palm City and in Kigali, Rwanda. It's 76. More on our forecast at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s and some showers possible for the morning commute. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, heat index values climbing into the triple digits. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds throughout the day and the chance for scattered showers and thunderstorms mainly focused around the lake. Tomorrow, morning coastal showers and afternoon inland showers and storms with highs in the low 90s. For the middle of the work week, highs in the low 90s feeling even hotter with that humidity. Scattered showers and storms possible with most of the rainfall moving towards the lake for the second part of the day. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Call the Lot Brothers for all your property insurance needs. Hi, I'm Frankie Lott. Give me a call, 468-1009. That's 468-1009. We represent the most competitive markets across the Treasure Coast and throughout the state of Florida, insuring your home, condo, auto, and boat, plus commercial. The Lott Brothers are available 24 hours a day for your convenience. Call me at Lot Insurance Services, 468-1009. 
When it comes to Medicare, it can be confusing and misleading. Sure, you can go to any particular company's presentation, but is that really the most effective way to go? Let my team look up your doctor's medications and see whether an Advantage or a Medigap plan is more suitable. Call me, Denny Artachi, 561-537-5897, and let my team simplify and explain your choices. After all, it's your health we're talking about. 561-537-5897. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. This is not headline news. Thanks to Suicide Squad, Sylvester Stallone has topped the U.S. box office in six decades. And he couldn't have done it without you. Subtitles. Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden tested positive for covid now, if Rob Halford of Judas Priest does, it's official. COVID hates your uncle. Tony Bennett retired. He did it by singing the first two words of his biggest hit, I Left. And today is Madonna's 63rd birthday. She'll probably get a lot of gift cards to Bed Bath & Beyond Irrelevant. At 63, Madonna says she feels like a 25-year-old. So she's inviting one over. This is not headline news. From not headline news to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for stupid news. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? Are you effing stupid? I like the fact that Madonna feels like a 25-year-old, so she's going to invite one over. That's a good one. Uh, let's go to Santa Cruz, California, where a woman was sitting in her car in the parking lot at a lighthouse last Thursday. Now, a random guy opened her passenger side door. Now, she's sitting outside of a lighthouse? Right, sitting outside of a lighthouse in her car mm-hmm. um, in Santa Cruz last Thursday. A random guy walks up and opens up her passenger's her passenger side door. Oh my gosh. Now police say that it spooked her because she thought she was being carjacked. So before he could get in, she floored it, plowed through a fence, and accidentally drove the car off the cliff. Oh no. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Luckily was she in it when it went over the cliff? Yeah, luckily it was a small cliff. She fell about 10 feet and landed on a beach. So she only ended up with a minor foot injury, but her SUV was pretty messed up. You know, it sounds like something you only see in one of those movies, like out in California. You asked the question, 
why was the guy trying to get into the car in the first place? Yeah. Well, it turned out to be an honest mistake. It was dark out, and his car was a similar make and model in the same color. I thought it was his car. And they happened to be parked right next to each other. Oh, my gosh. Police say it was truly a legitimate accident. Oh, yeah. If I had been sitting out there, too, by myself, too, Evan, mm-hmm. I somebody trying to get into my door, yeah, I, yeah, I truly would do the le- same thing. Truly legitimate accident. No charges were filed or pressed at all whatsoever. Man, it's amazing. Wow. It's a good thing she... And she, when her car went over the cliff, she came out pretty much unscathed. It could have been a lot worse. It could have yeah. been a taller cliff. Oh, with a man. larger drop. Yeah. Luckily, it was only 10 feet. What a scary story, though, yeah. that is. Yeah, definitely Oof. so. Um, let's go to North Carolina, where there's a 31-year-old gentleman named Charles Carr, who recently broke into someone's house and stole a bunch of stuff, including four military medals earned in Vietnam. Now, two of the medals were Purple Hearts. And the guy who earned them isn't around anymore. He passed away. Uh, His name was Daniel Laws. And as you'd imagine, his family was very upset when they realized that his medals were gone. Mm -hmm. Mm. But thankfully, police were able to connect Charles to the crime after he traded one of the Purple Hearts for a Mountain Dew. Yes, a a Mountain Dew. A Purple Heart for a Mountain Dew, really? Specifically... A Mountain Dew code red. The guy who traded with him saw a story about the missing metals on TV and came forward. Now, the family got one of the Purple Hearts back, but last we heard, Charles was still on the run and the other three medals hadn't been returned yet. Mm-hmm. So the guy that traded the Mountain Dew for the Purple Heart did the right thing by calling the police. Yes, he did. And they were able to get the Purple Heart back to the family. Now, at least they got one medal back. Yeah, they got one yeah. medal back. But, man, that's that that's that's about as low as you can go. That really is. Yes. I mean, don't take what's, what's not yours. Yeah. Especially, you know, these medals that, you know. Somebody gave their life. For, yeah. Served our country. Yeah. Yeah. That's not right. Uh-uh. Uh, two apparent would-be thieves probably thought they had the perfect plan one would run into their local Coles, grab a bunch of merchandise, and run right back out to the parking lot. You know, pretty simple stuff, Bonnie. <laughs> you run in, you steal, and you run back outside. Nothing to the that I'm going to try today. Well, where your second person would be waiting in the getaway car. Okay, sounds pretty logical if you're a thief you run inside you steal what you're going to steal and have a getaway car you have a getaway car waiting by with a driver well however what the suspects didn't count on was the battery going dead the driver waiting outside the coals happened to turn the car off for a moment so it wouldn't overheat and (laughs) while the car was off left the headlights on And guess what happened? They were just caught dead in their tracks. Literally. No getaway car. No getaway car. The thieves were arrested on various charges of theft 
identity theft, and drug possession. Well, these thieves are very stupid if the car was overheating anyway, mm-hmm. and it didn't sound like a very reliable car. Well, the car was stolen. Thing. The car was stolen also. <laughs> so yeah. they stole the car, and then they drove to Coles <laughs> to rob Coles. Not too bright. No. Not hot Coles or George Coles, just Coles. Yes. Um, there's a 45-year-old person named James Williams. And James was doing some drinking with a few friends in Key West, Florida, last Wednesday. He was with another guy and two women. Now, it sounds like they were all there having a great time. They were vacationing. Best sunsets in Key West. Yeah, exactly. Having a good time. back with a brewski. Now, they were heading back to their hotel about 2.30 in the morning when one of the women passed out that was with James. Okay, so James put her in a wheelbarrow. A wheelbarrow? That he found (laughs) and started pushing her down the road. Wheelbarrowed her home? (laughs) Started pushing her down the road back to the hotel, which is a very funny visual. Yeah. But then he got really mean. Oh. And started tossing out insults and dumped beer all over her in the wheelbarrow. Oh, my gosh. So the other guy told him, the other guy told him to stop. And uh, uh, it, it started a fight. Yeah. The woman who passed out woke up and tried to separate both of them. But James pushed her and the other woman to the ground. Then he tackled his buddy and started choking him. And then during the struggle, he pulled a Mike Tyson and bit part of the guy's ear off. Did he now? Yes. <laughs> Police eventually showed up and arrested James for (laughs) aggravated battery. It's not clear if they found the missing ear or not. What an embarrassing story. Right? They're probably only wishing what happens in Key West stays in Key West. Yeah. But obviously that story didn't. Yeah. Very interesting. Very, Uh, very interesting. A wheelbarrow (laughs) of all things. And where did they find the wheelbarrow? It was off the side of the road. Just hanging out there. Yeah, just hanging out, side of the road. Yeah. (laughs) Um, A young African man was recently placed under arrest after he tried to pass as a woman while trying to pass the graduation exam on behalf of his girlfriend. So this guy dressed up as a woman pretending to be his girlfriend to pass the graduate exam for her. 22-year-old Kadam Maboop. A student of the Gaston Berger de St. Louis University in Dorbill, Senegal. So he's dressing up as a woman pretending to be his girlfriend. To take the test for, for her. For her, putting her name right. on the exam. Right. He managed to fool faculty and supervisors at the high school graduation exam. He must have center. looked amazing, right? Into really thinking looked like a woman. Yeah, into thinking that he was a female high school student for three days. Oh, three days. This guy wore this a long hair wig. Wow. Partially covered with traditional scarf, earrings, a dress, a bra, panties, mm-hmm. makeup, and everything. To pass as his girlfriend. He was probably dressed better than most of the females there. Who is 19 years old. Just when the two lovers planned seemed to work, one of the supervisors noticed something odd about the guy. He was sporting a mustache. 
and his true identity was discovered, and you hit the nail right on the head. He was the mustache. He yeah. never shaved the mustache off. <laughs> oh, I'm, I mean, yeah. Some young gals do have a hint of whisker they there. They do. And I don't do. know how much hint of whisker he was showing. Yep. But yeah, he might have he might have wanted to take care of that matter to pull that one off. He failed to wipe the dirt off the upper lip, <laughs> and it cost him a whole lot. Yeah, and now he couldn't take that exam for his poor girlfriend. Nope, not at all. Yep. A gentleman near Bakersfield, California, recently kicked in the back door of someone's house looking for stuff to steal. Okay. Now, it sounds like he might have been on drugs because the first thing he did was rip a big hole in their bathroom wall for no reason at all. Yeah. yeah. Then then he starts going through the drawers but left a bunch of valuables behind. He did eventually find something worth stealing, and it was a brand-new Roomba vacuum cleaner that was still in the box. Oh, I don't blame him for taking the Roomba. <laughs> but instead of taking it, he removed the Roomba and only stole the empty box. What? The person who lives there spotted him in the driveway, chased him off, and he also stole some old suitcases along with a bunch of junk mail. Cops eventually found the suitcases, but we don't know if they caught him or not. It's also not clear if they got the person's junk mail back, but... My question here, Bonnie, is he goes to steal the Roomba and he takes the Roomba out of the box, leaves the Roomba behind, and just steals the box. He must be on drugs. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> he just stole the box. Unless he needed an, an empty box and, the and Roomba not the box. Roomba. <laughs> the Roomba box. Yeah. Now, if you're going to go in somewhere... And you're going to steal something. Don't take it out of the box. Just take the whole lock, stock, and barrel and everything together. I don't know. I don't know. Some things just don't make sense. No. Maybe he has kitty cats at home because, you know, kitties like those empty boxes in spaces. I don't know what he had at home, but he, he must have been on some good stuff. Yeah. He had to be just to... Leave the Roomba bot. That Roomba's, you know how much a Roomba is? I saw one. What, like $500. I think I saw one for sale. Where was I shopping when I saw the Roomba? And you're right. I think it was four, marked at four or $500. Dollars. 400 500 bucks. I just saw that lately. Was it Walmart? Mm-hmm. I, I was somewhere shopping, and, you know, I looked up there, and I'm like, wow, I would like that Roomba. You, should go, on, right. uh, you should go on YouTube sometime and Google Roomba cat videos. Rumba oh, cat videos. Yeah. Bonnie, you will laugh so hard, you will wet your pants. Kitty cats like riding oh, the Roomba. Yeah. And, and chasing such. and chasing and swatting and <laughs> all that other stuff. I love that. It is funny as all. <laughs> but anyway, it's uh, uh, that's your stupid news for August 16th, 2021. It is now 744 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news once again brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on any type of precious metals. It's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie's here with the headlines. Well, a rainy Friday on the Treasure Coast saw Martin County get the worst of the drenching nearly eight inches worth 
Former Tropical Depression Fred, which was headed toward the Gulf of Mexico on Saturday after being downgraded to a tropical wave, has had a widespread impact despite being a week in disorganized systems, said Kevin Rodriguez, meteorologist for the National Weather Center in Melbourne. Martin received six to eight rin- inches of rain on Friday compared to two inches in Port St. Lucie and Bureau Beach and one inch in Sebastian and Fort Pierce, according to the Weather Service. Fred is contributing to an above-average rainfall year for the Treasure Coast. Before Friday, the Weather Service recorded rainfall amounts roughly an inch above normal over the past 30 days at most of its collection points on the Treasure Coast. South Florida organizations prepare to help Haiti. WPTV's Todd Wilson with the story. Haiti is in the midst of another crisis. A state of emergency has been declared after a 7.2 magnitude earthquake hit the southern portion of the country Saturday morning. Valentin Joseph, a Haitian native who lives in West Palm Beach, says right after waking up Saturday morning, she got a disturbing message from a friend. And I did not understand it. It says 7.2 and it says saint Louis du Sud. I'm like, what is this? And then he called her and told her about the crisis in Haiti. I became numb because how much more can Haiti suffer? In 2014, Joseph created the JJ Foundation for Women and Children in memory of her three brothers who died from sickle cell disease. She's also been doing mission work, providing food. She says calls for help have been coming in. We need to find out how many people um, um, are dead, how many have survived. The hospitals, as you know, they were already burdened. And on top of this, it's chaotic. Miriam Frederick is with a group called New Life for Kids. She helps run a children's home for 140 kids in Haiti. She says she got a call from Haiti early this morning. They described the shaking of the buildings and things falling off the wall and trying to get kids out of the children's home outside, and they were, they were all in panic in Port-au-Prince. She says where they work in the south of Haiti, there is total devastation. Frederick says hospitals are overwhelmed, houses are destroyed, and she says her group is heading to Haiti. We have our co-director on a plane tomorrow going. We have uh, doctors going, already getting ready to go. They're making reservations. Both women say the resilience of Haiti and its people is remarkable, and they both say how much more must the Haitian people suffer. In Palm Beach County, Todd Wilson, WPTV News Channel 5. Port St. Lucie police are searching for a missing man. Dwight George Richards, AIDS 51, was last seen Saturday at approximately 6 p.m. Police said Richards was last seen driving a black Mercedes SUV on the 200 block of southeast Port St. Lucie Boulevard. He was wearing a silver basketball shorts and a black T-shirt. Richards has both arms heavily tattooed, according to officials. Anyone who knows Richards' whereabouts is asked to call 911. When Martin County Sheriff's officials on Monday recovered the bones of a man found in a wooded area south of Stewart, it was the fourth time this year remains of an unidentified person were discovered along the Treasure Coast, a medical examiner's report shows. Martin County Sheriff's Chief Deputy John Budenseek said he's certain they know the identity of the skeletal remains found by land surveyors near southeast Lillian Court in U.S. 1, but a name won't be released before the District 19 Medical Examiner's Office in Fort Pierce conducts a review. 
Norwegian Cruise Line is sailing for the first time since the pandemic began. The Norwegian Gem left Port Miami yesterday on a seven-day trip to the Caribbean. Passengers and crew had to show proof of vaccination. A new distillery that would be the first of its kind on the Treasure Coast is planning to open in downtown Vero Beach next year. The 21st Amendment Distillery would open in stages throughout 2022 at the current location of the Ironside Press Marketing Agency on 21st Street. As long as the Vero Beach City Council gives the final okay next week, said founder Jeff Pileschi. Pileschi, age 51, who moved to Vero Beach about 11 years ago, hopes his distillery will spark the city's downtown economy the way Sailfish Brewing Company did in Fort Pierce. And lastly, Dr. Pepper created a new chocolate-flavored version, but they're not selling it in stores, at least not yet. It's called Dr. Pepper Fantastic Chocolate, and you have to create a Pepper Perks account for a chance at it. Then you scan your receipt for other Dr. Pepper products you buy, and once you have enough points, they'll send you some. If you want to find out more, go to earnrewards.com slash Dr. Pepper. Fernando Tatis Jr. wasted no time making an impact for the San Diego Padres in his return from the injured list Sunday, slugging his 32nd and 33rd homers in an 8-2 victory over the Arizona Diamondbacks while playing right field for the first time as a professional. He had one thought running through his head as he returned to San Diego's lineup. Make them remember why they missed you, he said grinning. News time is 7.50. We'll have weather and traffic together next. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi. This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? You have really picked a nice morning to be out on the roads. Uh, Traffic is looking well. Yeah, we haven't found any accidents. No kind of tie-up so far. Everything really good right now. If you see something, say something. Let us know. 220-9788-220-WSTU. Partly cloudy, it's 77 Port St. Lucie, and it's 58 in Rock Springs, Wyoming. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s, and some showers possible for the morning commute. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, heat index values climbing into the triple digits. 
We'll see a mix of sun and clouds throughout the day and the chance for scattered showers and thunderstorms mainly focused around the lake. Tomorrow, morning coastal showers and afternoon inland showers and storms with highs in the low 90s. For the middle of the work week, highs in the low 90s feeling even hotter with that humidity. Scattered showers and storms possible with most of the rainfall moving towards the lake for the second part of the day. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 220- 3380. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Tinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Wait, feel great and look fantastic with a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Need your windows cleaned but hate the thought of doing it yourself? Call the professionals Olaf's Window Cleaning. For commercial, restaurants, small businesses, apartment buildings, residential, exterior, and interior, bathrooms, mirrors, screens, and tracks, Olaf's will even clean your chandeliers. Call 772-204-3067. And as a summer promotion, mention this radio ad for a 25% discount through August. Online at Olaf'sWindowCleaning.com or call 772-204-3067. Today in Ag News, I'm a Southeast Ag Now. USDA's National Agricultural Statistics Service released their August crop reports last week, and they note all cotton production is forecast at 17.3 million 480-pound bales. That's up 18% from 2020 production. And now here in Florida, production is expected to total 140,000 bales. That's up 36% from last year. If you purchased Super S Super Track 303, Super S 303, Cam 2 Pro Max 303, or Cam 2 303 Tractor Hydraulic Fluid from Tractor Supply, Orschland, Rural King, or Atwoods, you may be entitled to a cash payment as part of a class action settlement. Learn more by visiting 303TractorHydraulicFluidSettlement.com or calling 866-742-4900. 
These specific products fail to meet OEM specifications and viscosity requirements and could also cause severe damage to your equipment. This notice is authorized by the federal court and is directed to those who bought 303 tractor hydraulic fluid from Tractor Supply, Orschland, Rural King, or Atwoods between December 1st, 2013 and the present. Your claim deadline is December 29th, 2021, and you may be eligible for a monetary award. Act now by visiting our class action website at 303tractorhydraulicfluidsettlement.com or by calling 866-742-4955. And Florida orange and red grapefruit production already at historically low levels will likely decline for years. That's according to a leading citrus economist. Tom Spring with the University of Florida IFAS Professor Emeritus calculated Florida's crop output through the 2031 through 32 season based on various yield and tree replacement assumptions. His best case scenario shows orange production will stay well below the 2020-2021 season level of 52.8 million boxes. You can read more of this on Agnet Media. Citrus Industry News website, citrusindustry.net. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. Coming up on 758 on the Get Up and Go Show, coming up at 8 o'clock this morning, Bonnie. You know who's going to be here, right? I believe Dr. John Millay is our superintendent of schools. That's right. I'm curious to see how the first week went, how COVID is doing in the school system and just all sorts of other things. Yep, and we're just hoping that everybody got off to a nice start, a you know, a fresh new start for the school year and um, you know, getting, you know, back into the routine of things just fine. Yeah, definitely so. Um, you know, because I travel when the kids are in school, I don't really I haven't seen one school bus on the road all week. Really? But then again, that's because when I get out of here, the kids are already all in school. Yeah. And then by the time they get out of school, I'm just home vegetating. Oh, yeah? Not doing anything. I saw a couple of uh, school buses last week Mm -hmm. in uh, my Port St. Lucie area. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you see the kids on the bus? Did they have masks on and all that? When I saw the youngsters get off the school bus, I would say that mostly, yeah, mostly were wearing the masks. Mm -hmm, I saw mm -hmm. them uh, walk across the street and, you know, into uh, into the baseball field area where I live. All right. Yeah, most of them were wearing good. masks. Good to hear. Good to see that. Good to see that. Coming up on top of the hour right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. And then Superintendent Dr. John Millay from the Martin County School System going to be here. And we'll be back as the band plays on.
thousands of Afghans rushed onto the tarmac trying to get on the planes. Nikola Kareem posted video of it on Twitter. Several were reportedly killed as they tried to flee the country with the Taliban now controlling the capital after taking over much of the country as the U.S. completes a troop withdrawal this month. Taliban fighters are reportedly going door to door asking Afghans to hand over their weapons, claiming they don't need them anymore, while at the same time reportedly murdering anyone who worked with the United States or fought for the Afghan army. Fox's Peter Ducey. The president of Afghanistan, who was here at the White House a few weeks ago, has fled the country. And he now says Taliban have won the judgment of sword and guns, and now they are responsible for protecting the countrymen's honor, wealth, and self-esteem. Thousands of U.S. troops are also at that airport helping evacuate Americans with the embassy now closed. Republican Senator Tom Cotton tells Fox. The scenes from Kabul and Afghanistan more broadly are tragic and they're catastrophic for America. President Biden remains on vacation at Camp David. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the Afghan forces' inability to hold off the Taliban led to a deterioration faster than anticipated. They keep digging, hoping to find survivors in an earthquake devastated Haiti. Fox's Evan Brown has the latest live. Yeah, Dave's uh, Haiti's Civil Protection Agency now says nearly 1,300 people are counted as dead from this 7.2 magnitude earthquake that struck mainly the southern coast of the nation. That number will likely rise as more searching is underway. Meanwhile, survivors are finding little help from Haiti's government. People are trying to make their way to the small airport in Le Cai in hope of being transported to the capital of Port-au-Prince for a better chance at receiving medical care. This is the island is getting the reins of a tropical depression, Dave. America's listening to Fox News. For eligible individuals 18 or older only, not available in Oregon or West Virginia, results vary. See website for details and important safety information. If your hearing aids are two years old or older, you may be missing out on the huge advancement in hearing aid technology now available with Lively Hearing Aids. Switching to Lively Hearing Aids is like going from this to this. You'll be amazed at the difference. Our rechargeable hearing aids last up to 30 hours without a charge. Bluetooth enabled, they can stream music and calls directly through your hearing aids. And adjustable settings in the Lively app put you in control of your hearing. If you've been waiting to replace your current hearing aids because of the cost, the price of Lively hearing aids will be music to your ears. Lively hearing aids cost half the price of most hearing aids. And they're backed by a 100-day money-back guarantee. Try Lively today risk-free for 100 days and save $100 at listenlively.com slash radio. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-L-I-V-E-L-Y dot com slash radio. Listenlively.com slash R-A-D-I-O. Evan mentioned a tropical depression moving toward Haiti. It's called Grace, could become a tropical storm, and is forecast to potentially hit South Texas at the end of the week. Tropical storm Fred is on track to hit the Florida panhandle sometime later today. There's a new Border Patrol chief, Raul Ortiz, has formally taken over after July's surge of migrants apprehended top 212,000, a more than 20-year high. Raul Ortiz officially takes over after three decades with Border Patrol patrol he is under no illusions as to how difficult a job he faces and his agents in stopping this almost constant day and night surge of migrants we should point out that there are republicans who believe this can be stopped despite those push and pull factors the biden administration says it is doing it all it can and will do more border patrol agents here tell us 
there certainly needs to be more actions, not so much the words. Fox's Jonathan Hunt in Hidalgo, Texas. The Senate's majority leader, Democrat Chuck Schumer, is warning about something new that's counterfeit coming from China. COVID vaccination cards. Which he says are being manufactured by countries such as China and sent to the U.S., allowing those against receiving the vaccine to misrepresent their status. Some people, rather than get the vaccine, which is free, are paying money for a fake card and risking prosecution because it's against the law. Who could be that dumb? Schumer says that there was a major seizure of fake cards at the Memphis airport Saturday. Violators could face fines and as many as five years in prison. Kevin Uresky. Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are falling. More than 100 points down for the Dow, which hit a record high Friday, along with the S&P 500. Four days in a row setting record highs. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Don't sweat in your boxers. Call the AC doctors at 344-3944. York, install confidence. Contact the AC doctors. ACDoctorsInc.com. Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. This is Denny Artachi, host of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common-sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 AM radio. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. Hour number three for you and me on this August 16th, 2021. This is your lucky day. Ah, it's my lucky day without a doubt. I know that. I'm done with you. I never want to speak to you again. Okay, you don't have to talk to me, okay? You can just stay over there and I'll stay right over here. Oh my God, is it time? Is it time? Yes, it's time. It is time for the one and only Dr. John Malay from the Martin County School System. At 8.07 this morning, Mr. Clock, would you certify that, please? It's now 8.07 a.m. And speaking of Dr. John Malay, the superintendent is here this morning. It is time for him, Bonnie. Mm-hmm. It is time, and um, it's time we get back to school, right, Dr. Malay? We are back, yes. Uh, we went back first day last Wednesday. We had a great three days. Uh, appreciate the hard work of our staff, flexibility of our parents, and uh, I know some of those little drop-offs were busy this morning again but it'll calm down. So appreciate all of our families. We, we've had a great three days. 
It's hard to believe that it's been um, three days already. And, you know, I was I'm thinking about you on this Monday morning and all the kids uh, getting up for school on a Monday. Ugh. It's hard enough for Evan and I, you know, and then I'm thinking, oh, oh wait right. a minute. Speak the kids for yourself. Are in school right I now. get up early in the morning with no problems, okay? <laughs> I'm yeah. a morning person. But on a Monday, you know, you just get that Monday doldrum kind of feeling. Yeah, that's true. That is well, true. you know what? Eat a good breakfast and remind all our parents, kids, all kids, eat free breakfast and lunch this year. So that's one thing they don't have to worry about if they're running behind in the morning. Ooh, that could make me adjust better. That would be absolutely just right. That's a that's a deal breaker it would as far be. as I'm concerned. Are they, were they high-spirited? Did the kids coming back to school seem in really, really good spirits on returning, Dr. Molay? Yes, it, it was really good energy. You know, our... Our staff, everyone was positive and ready. The kids, they're excited. You know, I know some of our high school kids, as they get their senior year, senior-itis, they're, uh, they like to maybe have a little longer summer, but I know they're glad to get back, too. Absolutely. That's a good thing. I want to uh, jump right into our conversation. You have been busy traveling uh, all over the county, visiting schools. Tell us a little bit about that, if you would, please. Yeah, it's all going well. Got to see a lot of classrooms. Uh office staff where they're greeting our parents and right now there's a lot of parents maybe registering some of their students a little late that's totally fine uh, for whatever their circumstance is but the office staff at each school is willing to welcome them if they're if they're new to the area they can visit martinschools.org or call our district office we will do whatever it takes to get their kids in school so uh, right now particularly say some of our a few of our middle and high school kids They'll work out some of those final schedule changes this week. You know, I know sometimes there's a class of student one and they ended up something they changed their mind. Just remind everybody, let it known, be flexible. And those little changes are all being made. They're about done. Wow. That's, that's really amazing. Um, now you are going to be visiting more schools. You've, you've got a couple more schools that you need to visit this week as well, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm going out to, uh, I mean, Jensa Beach Elementary, I'm hoping to get out there today, Palm City Elementary, Fowey, uh, Felix Williams, uh, in our high schools, I always try to stop in through there. So uh, a lot of a lot of great things going on and uh, always fun to visit schools. And I believe this afternoon uh, we're doing a groundbreaking for Palm City Elementary. Excited about that. Uh, the board members will be out there doing that a week or so ago. We broke ground for Jensen. They both were scheduled the same within an hour apart, but a, a huge weather situation came in that just stayed that day. So we finished Jensen Beach and we couldn't get over to Palm City, but we're doing that this afternoon. So that's going to be a great, the, the dirt's already moving over there. So we're just officially breaking ground, but it, it already started. Those two new schools are, are the groundwork's already begun. That's a beautiful thing. I understand there is a, a little bit of a shortage um, for crossing guards. Is that correct? There, sure, there is, and uh, their part-time positions are critical for us as a school system. I mean, parents, everybody knows you live in Martin County or Florida. You're driving to school. They're busy. Gets that, that 15 minutes is uh, pretty tight, and I appreciate how much parents look out and are watching for kids crossing. So uh, the sheriff's department uh, – hires those so that's who they work for so if anyone wants to apply mcofl.org the martin county sheriff's office or contact your school they'll point you in that right direction if, if you need that but uh 
we need some great people. They yes. are they're hired by the sheriff's department. You said, huh? Yes. I always yes. thought they were hired by the school district. No, I no. was was under the other yeah. assumption. Wow. Yeah, well, that's new to me. No, that group, and then we contract with the Martin County Sheriff's Office for school resource officers for every one of our schools. I mean, um, our our board has tried everything they can to make sure our facility have secure vestibules, the school resource officer. You know, sometimes they're right out front helping and greeting kids as they come in in the front office throughout the school. They're just such an important part of the school family. Uh, it's not all there about being correction. It's a positive, proactive approach. So uh, we shout out them too. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, COVID-19 dashboard. I actually peeked in on it this morning before I got you on the uh, the call this morning. And I have to say, that's a very, very cool feature on the website. It is. And, you know, parents like martinschools.org, I'm loading up right now. It goes pretty quick. There's all these little blue links just right basically at the front. You'll see things, parents and students, class mm-hmm. link, focus portal, uh, back to school frequent ask questions, symptom checkers. So everything that just at a glance, if you're not sure, you'll probably find it one of those major blue clicks. So one of them is the COVID dashboard. If parents click on that, uh, it's going to come up just pretty quickly. And you're going to see, basically, it kind of shows staff that are out uh, at our school, which could include any staff. Mm-hmm. And it's going to show students that, uh, that are out that are, have COVID, the number of COVID cases and then it'll show on the other side, quarantines. And that's that's the challenge for us now. Uh, and as people look at our numbers, uh, you could see some increase, but there's going to be some growing pains these first few days, this first week or so, as protocols are, you know, we keep them tight in place. So um, just because someone has COVID, if they were around someone, uh, according to you know a set length of time that we could have to quarantine some kids. That's through the Department of Health. So the numbers of quarantine does not equal number of cases at all. That's what we want people to know. Right. The number of actual cases is on the left, and it says that quarantine does not mean they have it. And if a, a child is quarantined, if you click on that, uh, there's another link on there, and it's called... DOH quarantine protocols for students. If they click on that, there's a little decision tree. There's like three. It's like, all right, if you were quarantined and you've you've had a vaccination, that's through the Department of Health again. It tells you some steps. If you don't have it, it tells you some steps about how you can go get tested, get you back sooner. Uh, we want kids uh, to be back in school, and we have help. Just so our parents know, just like any time a kid misses and they're going to be out a week. They could get the classwork that's going to be posted on Schoology or or uh, the Google Suite, or they'll send it to the, depending on the age kid, the, the little ones. But the kid, uh, the student can work on that, and there's access. They can always email their teacher. Now, just know the teacher's teaching class, so they can't just stop every minute, but they're going to they can email their teacher or call a number. And someone in our district, we've got people manning calls that can say, Mom, Dad, here's kind of what you do on this. They can give some of that instruction support, so they can call us. And if I'm looking right, Dr. Molay, I think it's uh, pretty accurate with the story that I did hear on the news this morning uh, with this COVID dashboard. It's showing 19 students uh, thus far with confirmed cases. 
and uh, number of quarantined at least 205. Yes, and I mind pulling back up because I clicked around. So if somebody was looking at, um, yeah, we had had 19, and then 205 would be since the start of school. What we want people to understand on that, that could also be, we, we, we may have had a class or two where, and it won't always happen this way, but where you could have had a larger group quarantine. That doesn't mean necessarily anything's uh has happened in a classroom, but there may have been someone with, with uh, COVID. Right. So out of precaution, some of those kids more in a class could have had to go home. I think we'll see less of that as far as classes. We're going to try to, we've hired nurses now that are coming on board to start today. And they're going to be helping with symptom checking and working with parents, working via the health department to kind of surgically, if a child needs to be quarantined, make that decision. So, um, you know, at the beginning last year, we had some of the same similar numbers, uh, and we only had about 60% in class. So we'll just kind of, well, we're going to watch it every day. Our board's always careful and concerned. We send them data, uh, that we get from the health department as far as what COVID's looking like through the county and the state. So, uh, we're just going to follow it. And I, we're always going to remind people, um, we have mitigation pla- strategies in place. We keep things clean. If someone chooses to wear a mask, they're always available at the school. So everybody can wear that wants to have one. It's provided at each school, hand sanitizer. So just make sure we follow protocols, wash hands, uh, talk about this at home, make sure you're being safe. And uh, if you're sick, don't come to school. You know, if you're sick and showing a fever or something like that, if in doubt like that, you know, stay at home. Have you been seeing uh, quite a number of students wearing the mask, deciding to um, take their measures and wear the mask? Or what's, you know, that's, what... a good, that's a great question. Uh, and I just try to be just as honest as I can. When I was out in most of our schools, now this is just a practical. I don't take notes, uh, but I've asked principals, like when I visited, like what do I see? Uh, I think the range, some schools are a little, were a little higher, so we could have had some at maybe 30 or 40% wearing them uh, but i would i would visually estimate uh, what i saw district-wide we're probably at 20 percent are wearing masks uh, okay. it's just an honest guesstimate right there because we're not tracking uh this one wears it this one doesn't yeah uh, that's that choice is up to the parent and parents have that you know if they want their child in it, to wear that that's between the parent and the child, and we'll, we'll even provide it. Mm-hmm. So we'll provide the mask for, for kids if the parent wants them to wear it. Uh, same with, you know, our staff as well. So right on. just going to keep working. We're going to keep working this. It, it, everybody, there's one thing we can all agree on in our entire community. It's a challenge. It's going to be a challenge, but we're staying positive. We're, we had a positive start of school. Uh, those doors are closing here in a few minutes at the elementary schools. They kids have breakfast. They're learning. Yeah, that's where they need to be. And you know, you can be positive too with time is not being wasted, and that they they are back learning. Right. Yeah, and we know schools are the best place. Uh, we all parents want their kids learning. You know I, that I know, and we're trying to make things as safe as possible uh, in our schools under guidelines from the state. 
uh, in a governor's office. That's Dr. John Malay. He is the superintendent for the Martin County School District. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time, giving us an update on all things pertaining to the school system in Martin County. John, always a pleasure having you on, and we look forward to having you on again next week with us. You all are awesome. Keep up the good work. Thanks. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Yeah, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye now. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold is opening up at $1,774.90 an ounce, and silver opening up at $23.52 an ounce. That's the Precious Metals Report, and it's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Jewelry and Coin. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Eight twenty-one right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. Brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than seventy-five years. Bonnie's at the news desk with the headlines. Thank you, Evan. The most populous county in Florida is rolling out its latest policy, trying to get more residents vaccinated against COVID nineteen. Starting this week, all Miami-Dade County non-union employees will have to submit to weekly COVID-19 testing. Those who wish to opt out can provide proof of their vaccination status. Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava says it will help ensure they're doing their part to maintain a safe and healthy workplace. And that county employees are doing our part to prevent the spread of COVID across this community. Pompano Beach had planned to begin instituting a similar COVID-19 screening policy starting today, but it has been temporarily delayed. Eric Rodriguez, Miami. Florida continued to set records for COVID-19 infections and hospitalizations Sunday with federal agencies reporting that an additional 25,991 people had tested positive and nearly 16,000 were hospitalized for treatment of the deadly disease. Since the highly contagious Delta variant of the coronavirus began sweeping the state last month, Florida has led the nation in the number of new cases. The additional infections, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention reported late Saturday, is a 4.5% increase since the previous daily high of 24,869 cases was reported Wednesday. The state reported nearly 152,000 new cases for the week. The six-month-long special enrollment period for the Affordable Care Act is over as of today, but Florida covering... Kids and Families Director Jody Ray says it's not too late to sign up, and if you need help, you can reach out to them. Most of the navigators will provide a virtual or phone appointment if folks are trying to be safe because 
of the pandemic and or for convenience reasons. More than 400,000 Floridians signed up during the extended enrollment period. The issue of masks for students goes before the Miami-Dade County School Board this week. Vice Chair Steve Gallen is recommended a mask mandate with a parental opt-out option so they can keep kids safe while following state law. I think most recently with the governor's executive order and some of the other issues and mandates that have uh, been communicated from Tallahassee has obviously uh, politicized the process to a greater extent. Sunrise Humane Society in Fort Pierce is seeking community assistance with pet adoption. The nonprofit organization must take each pet brought to its doors as mandated by county and city contracts, and it's now filled capacity with adorable, adoptable pets. The new organization took over the animal shelter at 100 Savannah Road in Fort Pierce five months ago, and since then, over 900 pets have passed through the door in need of care in new homes. The nonprofit said over 30% of the animals have been transferred to other local animal rescue organizations. Some have found new homes, and some lost pets have returned to their owners, but they're still overflowing with pets in need of new homes. Dogs and cats have been sterilized, vaccinated, and dewormed. Adoption fees have been lowered to help pets get into new homes. And for more information, to see photos some of these adoptable pets, Log on to sunrisehs.org slash home. Port St. Lucie police are searching for a missing man. George Richards, age 51, was last seen Saturday at approximately 6 p.m. Police said Richards was last seen driving a black Mercedes SUV on the 200 block of Southeast Port St. Lucie Boulevard. He was wearing a silver basketball shorts and a black T-shirt. Richards has both arms heavily tattooed, according to officials. Anyone who knows Richard's whereabouts is asked to call 911. Norwegian Cruise Line is sailing for the first time since the pandemic began. The Norwegian Gem left Port Miami yesterday on a seven-day trip to the Caribbean. Passengers and crew had to show proof of vaccination. And lastly, Tony Bennett has canceled his fall and winter 2021 tour dates. The legendary crooner is pulling out of concerts in New York, Maryland, Connecticut, Arizona, Oklahoma, and Canada. Ticket holders should check with the local venues for information regarding refunds. And Bennett, who just turned 95, teamed up with Lady Gaga for two nights at New York's Radio City Music Hall last week. The concerts were filmed for broadcast at a later date. Tyler Gilbert acquired by the Arizona Diamondbacks in the minor league phase of the Rule 5 draft only eight months ago threw a no-hitter in the first start of his major league career on Saturday night. Uh, Gilbert's 27, and he became the fourth pitcher in baseball history to throw a no-hitter in his first big league start. Only two have done that since the start of the 20th century, most recently Bobo Holloman in 1953. News time is 827. We'll have weather and traffic together next.
Florida. Do you need health insurance or want to switch plans? You can sign up for a new Florida Blue Health plan or switch to a better one for as little as $0 per month if you qualify. Call us today, 772-621-8830, or visit floridablue.com slash centers to learn more. To be eligible for zero monthly cost, your marketplace monthly advance premium tax credit must equal to or be more than the premium. Policies have limitations and exclusions. Benefits available in certain plans and counties. Florida Blue and Florida Blue HMO are independent licensees of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. 828 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, Evan, we have been accident-free throughout this morning, and it's still remaining that way as we look at the FHP, their latest report. No tie-ups, no accidents. That's what we're seeing on the Turnpike and I-95 throughout Martin and St. Lucie County. There's your latest look at traffic. Partly sunny, it's 81 in Stewart, and it's 78 and partly cloudy in Port St. Lucie. Here's more on our forecast at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s and some showers possible for the morning commute. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, heat index values climbing into the triple digits. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds throughout the day and the chance for scattered showers and thunderstorms mainly focused around the lake. Tomorrow, morning coastal showers and afternoon inland showers and storms with highs in the low 90s. For the middle of the work week, highs in the low 90s feeling even hotter with that humidity. Scattered showers and storms possible with most of the rainfall moving towards the lake for the second part of the day. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the weight is over. Lose weight, feel great, and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa. The wait is over. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative, but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email, wstumorningshow at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 831 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie, and it's time for a look into outer space with the one and only Randy Siegel. Good morning, Randy. Good morning to you, sir. Well, it was on this day in history, 1963, that the... M2F1, 
craft flew as a precursor to the space shuttle. This particular vehicle is just about the size of an, a car, and it was towed originally by cars as they tested the lifting body concept. And then, on this date, Milt Thompson actually was towed behind a C-47 aircraft to test whether or not NASA is able to have a lifting body, and this became a precursor to the space shuttle. The astronauts on board the International Space Station have opened for business the Cygnus spacecraft that docked to the station last week, and they began unloading a large amount of samples as well as equipment from that vehicle. Megan MacArthur and Thomas Pasqua started off their day transferring frozen science samples from inside the Cygnus to the space station. The Russian cosmonauts Oleg Novitsky and Peter Dubrov, they spent the afternoon configuring the new Kiar multi-laboratory module. The duo from Rusa Cosmos is ramping up for the pair of spacewalks in September when they'll go outside to outfit the new Kia and get ready for a new module that'll be going a docking collar to the station. Rusa Cosmos says that tourists from Japan will fly to the ISS in December using the short route, namely six hours or four orbits, to reach the International Space Station. The launch is currently scheduled for Soyuz MS-20 on December 8th of this year. Russia said they will be launching an investigation into the hole that they had even further on the International Space Station. You may recall that that hole that was on the station was not really in the station itself, but it was the hole was in a module that was attached to the station. The Russians had been saying over the weekend, first, that it was the fault of astronaut Serena Una and Chandler, that she wanted to come home early because she was psychologically unfit and she drilled the hole. Now the Russians are backing up from that and saying, no, 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 that's not true. We're still investigating and we still don't know the reason why that hole was on the station. The NUCA module is being readied and has a lot of science on board, but the NASA administration, as well as Russo Cosmos administration, are cooperating to figure out exactly why it fired its thrusters when they shouldn't have. So it's an ongoing investigation, and it will become very important. The deputy general designer of Russo Cosmos has been hospitalized. They're trying to understand whether or not he'll recover fully after suffering a stroke in Russia. His name is Alexander Kuznetsov. He's 61 years old and has been with Energia for over 30 years. The crew that's on board the Chinese space station currently is Nai Hongsheng, Lao Boming, and Tang Hongbo. They've been conducting experiments on board the space station, and now 
tomorrow they're supposed two of them are supposed to go out and take a spacewalk. The spacewalkers have been designated as Nai Hao Sang and Tang Hongo. Depending on what time that happens, we'll give you the latest on that mission. The ISS-66 crew commanders have passed all of the tests that will be necessary. There's the commander, who is Anton Sheplerev, and his backup, Oleg Artsimeyev. <clears throat> they will be the only actual astronauts that will fly on that mission. They will have two additional people on board, but they will be the artistic type, the ones that Russia will have going up for their program challenge. <clears throat> NASA spacesuits are still the big problem and, believe it or not, still become the pacing item as to whether NASA will land on the moon by 2024. It's interesting that a spacesuit is hanging up the U.S. going back to the moon as far as NASA is concerned. But Elon Musk is saying, well, even if NASA doesn't get there by 2024, we will. In fact, he said there's a possibility that the end of, next, at the end of 2023 could see his starship going to the moon. We also know that the protest period continues to hang on between Blue Origin and Dianetics, who say that NASA should not have awarded a contract to SpaceX. The protest has halted all work on a new lander until the Government Accountability Office threw out the suit on July 30th. The chief pilot of the Integrity spacecraft flying on Mars says that the next flight will take place possibly today. There's a good chance that this morning they will fly in about 20 minutes on Mars. Once again, another big step for them to fly a vehicle on the Red Planet. The Starliner spacecraft, having already been rolled back to its launch facility, is destacking the CST-100 Starliner spacecraft from the Atlas V rocket. They want to find out exactly what went wrong with those sensors and the valves. It appears to be a problem that needs to be solved before they can fly their vehicle into orbit with astronauts on board. The likelihood of having a launch this year continues to grow dimmer and dimmer. The first super-heavy booster to have conducted a static firing test is being scrapped in situ at the suborbital pad. SpaceX says they have no need for the vehicle because they have new and better ones coming down the line. So they're just going to scrap those that have already tested. The first double landing of a Falcon Heavy booster on offshore platforms is expected in October. And this is where you will have 
literally three stages flying together. When they launch, two of them will land offshore and one of them will land back at the Kennedy Space Center. Tomorrow we're going to tell you about renaming the Plumbrook Station in honor of an astronaut and fragments of a, of a, a spacecraft colliding in orbit. So until tomorrow, have a great day, everybody. That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time. Time to head on over to Ellie's Downtown Deli, where Bonnie's got some treats to start your Monday morning off the proper way. You betcha, Evan. And, you know, we hope you have a hearty appetite, too, because you might want to enjoy the big Dagwood this is grilled flatbread topped with a honey mustard. Swiss cheese comes on this, and you get the meats, ham, turkey, bacon on this one with lettuce and tomato, red onion, too. You might want to try the farm fresh salad, too, today. Delightful. Fresh mixed greens topped with chicken, Everglade tomatoes, broccoli, micro greens, Wisconsin cheddar cheese, candied pecans, and chopped prosciutto and serve with a dressing of your choice. Try a little key lime pie or maybe some Oreo pie for a luscious dessert. At Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart now with their patio back open, plus they're at 50% dining inside with a full menu for pickup or delivery. Ellie's also has full dinners available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. Call 772 781-6605 to order and pick up today. They're located at 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado in Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. At least downtown Delhi in Stewart. 841 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. All brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town. On precious metals, it's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie. Well, South Florida organizations are preparing to help Haiti, and WPTV's Todd Wilson with the story. Haiti is in the midst of another crisis. A state of emergency has been declared after a 7.2 magnitude earthquake hit the southern portion of the country Saturday morning. Valentin Joseph, a Haitian native who lives in West Palm Beach, says right after waking up Saturday morning, she got a disturbing message from a friend. And I did not understand it. It says 7.2 and it says Saint-Louis du Sud. I'm like, what is this? And then he called her and told her about the crisis in Haiti. I became numb because how much more can Haiti suffer? In 2014, Joseph created the JJ Foundation for Women and Children in memory of her three brothers who died from sickle cell disease. She's also been doing mission work, providing food. She says calls for help have been coming in. We need to find out how many people um, um, are dead, how many have survived. The hospitals, as you know, they were already burdened. And on top of this, it's chaotic. Miriam Frederick is with a group called New Life for Kids. She helps run a children's home for 140 kids in Haiti. She says she got a call from Haiti early this morning. They described the shaking of the buildings and things falling off the wall and trying to get kids out 
of the children's home outside, and they were they were all in panic in Port-au-Prince. She says where they work in the south of Haiti, there is total devastation. Frederick says hospitals are overwhelmed, houses are destroyed, and she says her group is heading to Haiti. We have our co-director on a plane tomorrow going. We have uh, doctors going already getting ready to go. They're making reservations. Both women say the resilience of Haiti and its people is remarkable. And they both say how much more must the Haitian people suffer? In Palm Beach County, Todd Wilson, WPTV News Channel 5. U.S. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona sent letters to Republican governors in Florida and Texas urging them to reverse rules banning school mask mandates. The letter sent Friday said the Department of Education stands with local leaders and school administrators who have adopted the masking requirements based on Centers for Disease Control and Prevention guidance despite the bans, uh, USA Today reported. Earlier in the week, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis threatened the pay of school officials who defy his ban against mandating students to wear masks, which he said in executive order violates the rights of parents under state law to make health care decisions for their minor children. Several Florida counties have announced mask mandates anyway, with Leon Broward, Duval, Orange, Seminole, Hillsborough, and Palm Beach counties among them. On Friday, a group of parents with disabilities also filed a federal lawsuit against Florida's ban, saying it violates the Americans with Disabilities Act. Four teachers in South Florida died of COVID-19 within a 24-hour period earlier this week amid the growing political fight and surge of the disease statewide. The six-month-long special enrollment period for the Affordable Care Act is over as of today, but Florida Covering Kids and Families Director Jody Ray says it's not too late to sign up, and if you need help, you can reach out to them. Most of the navigators will provide a virtual or phone appointment if folks are trying to be safe because of the pandemic and or for convenience reasons. More than 400,000 Floridians signed up during the extended enrollment period. When Martin County Sheriff's officials on Monday recovered the bones of a man found in a wooded area south of Stewart, it was the fourth time this year remains of an unidentified person were discovered along the Treasure Coast, a medical examiner's report shows. Martin County Sheriff's Chief Deputy John Budenseek said he's certain they know the identity of the skeletal remains found by land surveyors near southeast Lillian Court in U.S. 1, but a name won't be released before the District 19 Medical Examiner's Office in Fort Pierce conducts a review. And lastly, a rainy Friday on the Treasure Coast saw Martin County get the worst of the drenching, nearly eight inches worth. Former Tropical Depression Fred, which was headed toward the Gulf of Mexico on Saturday after being downgraded to a tropical wave, has had a widespread impact despite being a weak and disorganized system, said Kevin Rodriguez, meteorologist for the National Weather Service in Melbourne. Martin received six to eight inches of rain Friday, compared to two inches in Port St. Lucie and Vero Beach, and one inch in Sebastian and Fort Pierce, according to the Weather Service. 
Roger Federer is going to miss the U.S. Open and be sidelined for what he said will be many months because he needs a third operation on his right knee. A procedure, he said, will leave him with a glimmer of hope that he can return to competition. Federer announced the news on Sunday via a video message on Instagram. News time is 847. We'll have weather and traffic together next. I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now, the time on the Get Up and Go show. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, we're not finding any accidents once again. Yeah, we just have a great start to the work week as we head out on the roadways. No major tie-ups, no accidents right here for Martin and St. Lucie County. There's your latest look at traffic. It's partly cloudy, 81 this morning in Stewart. And in Elmira, New York, a partly cloudy 62 Here's our weather from WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s and some showers possible for the morning commute. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, heat index values climbing into the triple digits. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds throughout the day and the chance for scattered showers and thunderstorms mainly focused around the lake. Tomorrow, morning coastal showers and afternoon inland showers and storms with highs in the low 90s. For the middle of the work week, highs in the low 90s feeling even hotter with that humidity. Scattered showers and storms possible with most of the rainfall moving towards the lake for the second part of the day. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 220- 3380. Hi, I'm Chris Hodgins with My Florida Insurance Broker, and I'm here today with my daughter, Sage. Hello. Sage, why don't you tell everybody what kind of insurance we do? Home insurance, car insurance, life insurance, and flood insurance. If you've had a rate hike or two or five, hopefully not ten, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Sage, what's our number? 772-617-6777. What's the name of our company again? My Florida Insurance Broker. 
With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 852 right now on the Get Up and Go Show. And Bonnie, I was uh, reading um, some articles over the weekend, and I found an article that really hit home with me very on a personal level, and I wanted to share it with you and our listeners. And it's all about respect. Okay, a son took his dad to a restaurant to enjoy a delicious dinner. Now, his father was quite old and therefore was very weak as well. While eating, food occasionally fell on the dad's shirt and the dad's pants. The other guests watched the elder gentleman with their faces contorted in disgust but his son remained very calm. Now, after they both finished eating, his son quietly helped his dad and took him to the bathroom area, cleaned food scraps from his crumpled face, and attempted to wash food stains from his clothes, graciously combing his gray hair and finally putting on his dad's glasses for him. Mm -hmm. Now, as he left the bathroom... A deep silence reigned in the restaurant because the gentleman had come out all cleaned up. The son was ready to pay the bill for the food, but before leaving, there was another gentleman, also elderly, got up and asked the old man's son, don't you think you left something here? Okay, don't you think Mm -hmm. you left something here? And the old man's son replied, no, I did not leave anything. Then the stranger said to him, you left a lesson here for every son and a hope for every father. The whole restaurant was completely quiet and you could hear a pin drop. One of the greatest honors that exists is being able to take care of those who have taken care of us. Our parents and all the elders who sacrificed their lives with their time, their money, and their effort for us as their kids deserve our utmost respect. Mm, that's beautiful, Evan. That's and just beautiful. I read that and I was so taken back by this true story. This is not made up. Mm-hmm. This was um, in a. Um, 
an online news article. I don't remember where I got it, but I copied it and pasted it. I was so taken back by it because this, I did this for my dad. Uh-huh. The same exact thing. Wow. That's why it really resonated with me. You took me. care of him in his later in his days. La- yeah, in his later days. Yep. I remember um, vaguely, not vaguely, but I, I remember in his last days on the face of the earth, my father loved to eat food from Red Lobster and he loved the shrimp scampi. Mm-hmm. And because of my dad's deteriorating condition, they had to insert a feeding tube mm-hmm. on his side. Right. And that's how he got his nourishment. Yeah. Yeah. And I was visiting my dad at the nursing home and I remember my dad said to me, um, he, he could still talk. And I remember my dad said to me, he goes, I need something solid to eat. Please go across the road to Red Lobster. There was a Red Lobster across the street right from the nursing the home. Right across the street. That's literally. So convenient. It was then. literally across Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard from Darcy Hall. And he says, please, please, please. He begged me. Go get me shrimp scampi. I can't deal with this feeding tube. I need something Amazing. solid. I need to taste something. Yep. So I went across the street. There was not the, – the money didn't matter to me at that point. It was my dad's happiness and his dignity that I cared about the most. And I went across the street, and I brought back a shrimp scampi dinner – fit for a king. And I sat by my dad's bedside and I hand fed my father Mm -hmm. at his Mm -hmm. bedside. What a memory. Um, Yeah. What an important memory to keep. And I I bet your papa was so proud of you for for being there. It was... um, It brings tears. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was tough doing that. Because nobody ever, ever wants to imagine having to take care of your your parent. Um, no child should ever have to do that. Yeah. You know, and, and to see your parents suffer like I saw my dad suffer. And um, it was just, it was it was very heartwarming to see my dad to be able to taste the shrimp. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he could only... Literally, be, because of the um, the feeding tube yes. was constantly filling his belly with the nutrients. He didn't have, you know, he couldn't take food in, but he just wanted to taste it. Yep. He wanted to taste it. That's all he wanted. And plus you provided him with your company too. Yeah. And I bet that yeah. was all even more so important to yeah. him that you were there yeah. and, and by his side. So he took like just the smallest little bite and I yeah. think two grains of rice. And he just looked at me. He goes, I'm full. Mm-hmm. Let me let me give you the money back mm. because you wasted your money on this. And I looked at him. I'm like, no. Yeah. I didn't waste my money because yeah. I got time with you. And you can't buy all the money in the world mm-hmm. can't buy that time. Yeah. And, you know, 
when the Pat Seiko show used to be on, I always used to like what Pat used to say right yeah. here about if you see someone elderly, yeah. maybe sit down and spend some time yeah. with that pe- person yeah. because they really have stories to tell. Yeah. I've bought strangers lunch before in restaurants. Yes. I've bought people lunch that are standing in line behind me that are elderly because I hope one day when I get to be that age that somebody will do the same for me. Mm-hmm. And Let's I know my that. kids will take care of me. Yeah, My kids will always take care of me because they always got the best. Wonderful. So I told yes. them, just remember, I tell my kids all the time, I'm like, just remember something. I took care of you. You better put me in a good nursing home when I get older. <laughs> That's what I told or, them. Or come take care of me in my yeah. home is what I might ask. Yeah, and, and this <laughs> leads to what I say every day. If you have good values on the inside, you don't need validation on the outside. Absolutely. Well yeah. spoken, Evan. Yeah, thank you, Bonnie. And have a great Monday. I sure will. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. 